Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got two guests in the building. Why you ain't yeah. say special guests, man? We got dickhead and pussy. Let's get <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Yo, usually, 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 usually we are. I would always like to start off by saying welcome, thank you for having us here, at Breakfast Club. You guys have always been very nice to us, helped us through our career. Uh, you know, elevated us with interviews. My guys, what's let's, wrong? What's let's, all this let's, spice? Let's, what's going let's start, on? Let's start with this. You, you owe my wife an apology. We owe your wife an apology. What Absolutely. do we do? Absolutely. When you insinuated that she was there for the check, yes, she did. Uh, when you said she was there for the check, that's what you said exactly. I heard it. And so you I have feel the clip right now? Yeah, you owe her. Right, you let's, heard hear, let's hear the clip. Let's hear the clip. Let's hear the clip. Let's hear the clip. Hold on, you. We got the clip on that. Me since fifteen. All right, let's hear the clip. Hold on, I'm talking since fifteen. Before I had a dollar. She okay. was making more money than me. So to insinuate that she was there for a check or she's good with Envy's check is a, is a disrespect to me. Okay, can I hear the clip? You said <laughs> You don't remember what you... He does drink Bex for breakfast. No, he doesn't know what No, we do yeah. four shows a week. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You said it on air. You said it on air. All right, hold on. Well, let's hear it. Everything was fantastic. He was a wonderful father. He never failed at that. I really didn't see any red signs. He's like, damn, you lying as hell. You lying like a motherfucker for me. I appreciate you, queen. see any red signs. Wow. And when I found out I hired a divorce attorney. Wow. I even began to prep my kids. And <laughs> how do you prep your kids? Your daddy ain't shit. Envy was ready to speak his piece. Talk to him. Envy. He did it with the echo shit too. Like, yeah. yo, 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 I ain't really cheat, cheat, cheat. I felt like a letdown. I felt like a failure. Mm -hmm. And you know, like I was Rashawn at home, but in the streets I was DJ Envy. Mm -hmm. So right. it was two mm -hmm. different people. And I didn't know DJ Envy. Right. And Got it was it was a situation. Oh, you know them DJ Envy checks though. What? what the I don't I don't know. I don't know. You know them DJ Envy checks, though. That's a, that's a little disrespectful, brother. That was a joke, Envy, for real? I don't that joke when you talk about my wife. All right, uh, I apologize, then. You see what I'm saying? You can talk about me all day. You can make right. jokes to me. But when it comes about my wife and my family, it's a little disrespectful. Envy would never do another joke you about you. you should know that. Because you I got know, kids and a wife. No, I feel you. I feel you. I hear that. But you know what I'm saying? At the end but, of the but day. there is no but. No, there has to be. There, there is, has there to is be no but when it comes to wife and kids. There is no but. You can talk about me all you want. Make fun of me all you want. But when it's wife and kids, there is no but. Look at my Instagram comments. It's full of like, yo. I don't look at your shit. I don't talk about my wife and my kids. You can play with that. I don't play with that. I don't play with that neither, but at the end of the day. It was respecting it. You should know that immediately. You really thought that was disrespectful? Yes, it was disrespectful. Yes, yeah. When my wife heard it, she thought it was disrespectful too. Really? Absolutely disrespectful. Absolutely. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought we was cool. I thought we was cool. I thought that. I thought it was, cool cool was like a jokey joke. No, no, it's a jokey thing when you joke about all me. All right, you could joke about me. I did not know that. I did not know that. We have never had this conversation where you were like, your boundaries is here. Don't do this. Don't do this. We having the conversation right now. You telling me? And now I understand. You telling us do not joke. You will not hear no more jokes about your family, about your kids, about you or nothing. I talk about Charlamagne. I talk about child. I talk about you. But I'll never bring it to your wife and kids, regardless. Okay, cool. You've established that. We understand. We're Claro. Boom. Everything good. Everything's good. This nigga said, girl, uh, ooh, I got Red Bull. I'm finna be turned up. I'm like, oh, oh no. shit. What did you say? <laughs> I said I'll take a... Daddy, daddy, daddy. Huh? I heard his order, Mr. Krabs. He said he was... Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> I saw that name. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have that shit saved in your phone? <laughs> what the Omar, fuck? Omar, Omar likes Omar. dumb shit. <laughs> whoa, whoa. This is what the young people are into these days. And I'm just going to stay hip. I'm staying current. So I can drive a Lexus to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of which... um, 
that video uh, officially has over 200,000 shares. Wow. How many views? As of this point, it's about 12.8 million. Damn. Yeah, mm. niggas. Is, oh, oh, Somebody and it's, it's hilarious. But, but it's hilarious, you guys, because I don't even read every comment, but every once in a while, I'll just like click in and see when I get a notification. Yo. And I, it is it is hilarious, so, some of these what comments. What the fuck do I need to do to turn the notifications off? Because <laughs> they come through my phone. You commented on it? No, I don't comment, but all no. day it's like notification, but how do you notification. Get because she's an administrator on, on the, the page, on the page. Yeah. so oh, I'm signed in, and then right. I have to be oh, careful. Oh, I was gonna make you one. Oh, but no. I already no, know. No, no, Omar's Omar's the only one that we don't trust to be an administrator. Oh, no, 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 because uh, he'll it's randomly not that I don't trust call somebody it's a that, bitch. I don't. No, uh-uh. It's what it is. Is that I know that that's that's too much. Um, activity for Omar. Yeah. So it's I a like lot. me knowing it's him. Yeah, nigga. Like Omar. every time I log in, I have at least. 15 to 20 new notifications. Man, I don't even know. Facebook call themselves trying to be fucking like um, a wave of the future so they connect everything. So even though I'm logged in with the Tequila's, Tequila Tales website uh, page, right? My personal page, if I comment on anybody, like if I feel froggy and want to comment on somebody, I can't comment as me. I'm commenting as... The tequila tails, <laughs> and it be coming off ratchet as fuck, and then I be deleting and trying to go back, and then I end up like at work, it be so frustrating. One day I had commented and deleted, commented and deleted, commented and deleted, and finally I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just log in from my work computer and yep. comment on my from my page." And I'm gonna tell yeah. you how I know you have that issue, Brittany, because if I post something, you'll like it. And it says Tequila Tales likes <laughs> oh it. Oh my god! And it makes us look crazy, like we're liking our, our own, own status shit. updates. <laughs> I don't know how to. We riding our own dick. <laughs> and that's why one of them, one of those posts, I got so frustrated because I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, there's got to be a way we I can switch accounts, but it won't let me. Like, well, like you know what's actually unique? President. Well, it's, it's not that. It's that uh, iPhone, ironically enough, does it very easily. Oh. Oh, so I think oh, it might so have something what, to do with So Android that's where you want to take this. No, I'm just saying. I, no, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> so that's that's where we're I don't, going. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if Android uh, has got me update. The, the, okay, the iPhone, I, up, I, I see how we're doing, fine. Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, I didn't start it this time. Shots I know fine. you did it, and so you're safe. I'm so I'll tell you the story. Getting uh, attacked by all iPhone folks. This guy I work with, he has an iPhone. He's like had an iPhone for years. Cool, cool ass dude, smooth dude. He co- he says, "Yeah, man, I got the the Google phone, like the new Google phone." Okay, it's like oh where you God. can try it out for like thirty days. So it's like, how you like? It? He's like, "Oh man, I love it. I love it. It's amazing. It mm. does all this stuff." And he's telling me all about it. <laughs> and so I was like, he started like going overboard with the shit. And I'm like, you know, iPhone has that too. But I was like, well, what that camera look like though? Let me see the camera. Oh, I haven't taken any pictures yet. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll let that one slide. And he's like, the only thing is, is like, you know, as you know, he had the Apple headphones. He's like, like, I can't use Apple headphones with this phone like I use it with the iPhone. I was like, he's like, but that's the only drawback. So two days later, I see him with the iPhone 10. (laughs) And I said, what happened to the Google phone? I thought that shit was amazing. He said, oh, man, that shit was freezing up and cutting off. And I was like, I don't have time for that shit. And he's like, that, uh, he's like that surprises me. He's like, I took it back and got the tea. <laughs> I expect Google to be better. But you know what? Just Google, in general. Google, um, 
it's interesting because I I had a mindset to look up their like progression with their phone specifically mm. mm-hmm. because I remember when Google first dropped their phone. Like one thing I am is a technology electronic geek. Like I love because you said that you sound like it. But no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I am I someone remember- that loves and is an expert at computers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I remember when I was switching way back when, when I was switching from my BlackBerry to um, an Android phone. And the first one was that Google phone, the very first one that dropped. And then I was only... I don't only, remember that one. Yeah, it was, it was real... It, it was, was like the one. G1 it was a, it was a, or yeah, something. It was, a good, it was a nice phone. It was nice. And it was like the first wave of the Android because I was with BlackBerry for hey, a while. Which one was it? Remember when BlackBerry Storm was out? That was the last BlackBerry. Um, uh, it was a touch screen, right? It was a touch screen. Yeah, that shit it was had horrible. You had that? I had that. But, you know, BlackBerry Messenger was everything. Oh, yeah. So yeah, BBM. BBM yeah. was dope. Yeah. So I love um, BBM. Before, right when Google dropped, I remember... I was like, oh, my God, that is an amazing phone. And it was big and it had the touch screen and all that shit because, you know, with BlackBerry, the whole screen was touch screen, but that shit froze on you all the fucking time. <laughs> yes, and it, it had all kind of problems. So I um, switched to that. And I swear to you, I think Samsung must have came out in less than like three, four months than that because I don't remember having that fucking Google phone for long. And then, boom, I had like a, a, a Galaxy. And then that's been th- my life ever since. Mm. So, and then so I just upgraded. Yeah, Galaxy. Like, I think I had that Google phone maybe three, four months. And then Galaxy came out and boom, that was it. And so Google has only dropped, I want to say, about four or five versions since then. That had to be 10 years ago. Now, why don't they just let this go? Like, <laughs> yeah, because they're not good with phones. Like, you talking about Google? Google, yeah. Well, no, 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 but, but, but with that, it's called Pixel, right? It's, it's something. Because when it's I had it, it was like the I've G1. actually heard good things about that as well, though. Um, and I know, or, or I don't know if I've heard good things about it or if I'm just seeing those huge billboards where they're making it sound like that their camera is the most amazing thing ever. However, I will say this much, though, um, and I'm going to go on record as saying this. Uh, even though I am into the iPhones now, hands down, Google Maps shits on Apple Maps. Yeah. All day, every day. That is a falsehood. That no, is that is a, a falsehood. It shits no, on not. everything. The, I don't I don't even want to navigate if I'm on. not using Google Maps. I'm going to tell you right now. It my, is the shit. My, my boyfriend, now, granted, he's with T-Mobile. We're not even going to talk about that. But... <laughs> I thought you His, told me he had a job. Yeah, he got no, a joking, job. <laughs> but he's with T-Mobile. And so it I was, for a lot of people, fuck T-Mobile. For a lot of people, fuck you. T-Mobile <laughs> is very accommodating as far as like, you know, monetarily. Because if and you I heard customer family, service, they off the chain. They off the chain, right. So, um... He has T-Mobile and um, his Apple Maps or whatever. He always calls me. He's going to be so mad about me talking, saying this. He always calls me like, babe, where am I supposed to go? I'm like, don't you have your fucking GPS on? It ain't working. Like, he'd be so mad. I don't know why he's not using Google Maps. does not work. And I'm like, yo. My like, iPhone Maps works every time. I don't have, I have no idea what you guys are Listen, you, I'm going to tell you what happens with Apple Maps. It, it Apple Maps moves just like everything else with Apple. And slow. Th- well, okay. So the thing is that Apple no. is really into aesthetics, right? So like 
if you really pay attention to the minutia when you know the way that uh when you when you turn your phone sideways in the video there's this very smooth transition right. that's very aesthetically attractive that's great when you're looking at like videos or if it's some shit right. that i need uh precision yes. when i'm driving yes. down the street and and i feel like like you know um keyword, the car keyword there feel but but no no no, 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 but, no. but no but but there i'm saying no be... like like let's say let's say i'm driving and and i need to make a right on this street but there's another street that's right thereafter right google's little icon i mean um apple's icon is like gliding slowly so i'll end up passing up the stop right because it's not precise like not i'm right here nigga turn right here in a hundred feet see, let me tell you they're something. trying to be all this is important when you're driving in the suburbs no no no. this is very important when you're driving in the suburbs and you're driving while black because see if you look suspicious then you don't necessarily have to commit a crime for the police to pull you over hmm. so if i'm using my maps and you motherfuckers out there in cyberspace in the internet world are sending me to fuck off you're increasing my chances to get fucking pulled over because mm. it's 2 a.m and listen. you're not accurate bitch and i don't understand why you're not look, because it's look. 2 a.m and niggas ain't up Listen. Ain't nobody on the well, damn airway. Driving around in the suburbs at 2 a.m. Listen, it's we real. ain't talking about my motherfucking life. Because she sell weed, that's why. Because <laughs> she is doing listen, dirt. That's, that's, that's the issue something. right there. If I'm selling anything, she ain't, ain't up no motherfucking no good. weed. I tell you that. Listen. What, what you selling? Some if ass? What you selling ass? All I'm selling ass. I ain't selling no motherfucking ass in the suburbs. You said I ain't selling no weed if I'm selling something. What you selling in the I ain't selling no fucking ass, though. What you say not in the suburbs? Hey, speaking of selling shit and being homeless in the suburbs, um... I have no idea what going into a dark going. place. <laughs> uh -oh. I'm gonna have to read the Bible after hearing you talk. <laughs> hey, I got a question. Just balance. random, just so fucking random, y'all. Have you ever okay, so in the city versus the suburbs, right? You got a homeless person. Okay. I keep saying it's not homeless, they're houseless. Okay. <laughs> a home requires a family. Okay. They're houseless. Okay, you got a houseless person. Dwelling list. Apartment list. Apartment list. Right, right, right. right. Crib list. Bed list. Bed list. Bed list. Bed list. Bed list. Domicile list. Okay. Does your, does your, okay, so when you come across these people, well, let's say you stop at a gas station and they walk up to your car. In the city, it's like, bitch, get the fuck away from my car. Like, why are you at my car? Like, you have this anxiousness, like, yo. Step back. They be right there they at, the, right at the up on at the window when you window. in Popeyes, man. And they walk up on you, and I'm like, I man, you lucky nigga, I don't have a concealed listen, weapon, because nigga, you catch about five in the chest. I had a nigga tell right me now. the other day, <laughs> like, I was like, no, I ain't got nothing. Could you just step back? He was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm invading your space. But if you come by tomorrow, tomorrow's my birthday. <laughs> I'm like. Oh, happy motherfucking birthday, nigga. Like, I don't know what to help you with. I'm sorry. But in the suburbs, when they walk up to my car. From right, Walgreens. You know, I got in my car. <laughs> but when they walk up to my car in the suburbs, I be like, oh, no. I don't have it. I'm sorry. Well, you have a good night. Like, I don't know. Like, it's almost you feel like. safer? I, it's not that I feel safer. I don't fear him. Like, I don't, I don't know why. Because you're probably running across legit. People, people that need help you know what i mean yeah we're in the city you have a lot of crackheads like yeah, come true. on man like and they're You're playing the role they're right. playing the game yeah right. like you and i'm like you aggressive as shit because your because <laughs> your wife ain't gonna give you another fucking worst, $10. i'm telling you the worst is i'm i'm gonna tell you this like i'm a very compassionate person 
Mm-hmm. But there were these people. There was the one dude that would sit in front of a Seven Eleven on State and uh, like the, the State anywhere, Kinsey, I think. Okay, where the, the sidewalk is already narrow as hell. Okay, she would basically sit in front of Seven Eleven and stretch her legs out with her cup. <laughs> so meaning you have to walk around her just mm. to get past the bitch. And step 7-Eleven, over her like Iverson did. Uh, wasn't I, I'm gonna say, yeah, and I'm just like, see, you're not getting shit from me because fuck right. you. You like, let me inconvenience your day right, so right. you give I'm me surprised. money. Like, that's not a good tactic. I'm surprised you, you didn't know, tell the bitch. Yeah. Bitch, move. Like, let me tell you something. If you want me to give you money, get me to be sympathetic or empathetic to your situation. Don't be like, let me irritate the fuck out of you <laughs> so you give me something so I'll move. Cause it's gonna be like fuck you. I gave some of them bucket boys chicken, and they was like, "You ain't got nothing to drink." Like, oh, stop! No, 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 no. But let me tell you this. Let yeah. me tell you something. Seven Eleven did because <laughs> they used to have these people hanging out. They, it just became like a breeding ground mm. for like people <laughs> just sit there and beg for money. Seven Eleven installed these speakers. I mean, big ass speakers outside. And it would just blast Mozart the whole time. <laughs> you don't see anybody sitting in front of that motherfucker anymore. Oh, that's brilliant. That is, <laughs> that's that brilliant. is really brilliant. It's like, was like, well, let me go because I can't listen to this shit. This going to repeat. This shit's going to repeat. Them homeless people walked out like DJ Envy in that interview. Like, this shit was on repeat. Stop it. Okay, can somebody explain to me what the fuck, like, what was the the background to that? Listen, no one cares. Okay. So is it that? You got a case. You got a case. Can you do? Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me what's happening. So, um... DJ Envy, DJ Envy, which Envy. is how he says his name on right. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. He and his wife went on the reel to talk about a variation of things, but it was he did admit, I guess, to I didn't see that interview, but he's had had an had an affair, and DJ Envy had an affair. DJ Envy had an affair. Okay, come on. Now, his wife it. stuck around. Um, and he was talking about how you know I've always been DJ Envy, but at home, um. I think Rashad is his real name or Rashawn. Um, And his wife goes, you know, back then I didn't know DJ Envy because, you know, when they met, they were like 15. And so uh, Zeus and and Mero, which is a a comedy duo, they have a show on Viceland or whatever. And they make jokes like they're comedians. They're silly as hell. And they're they're doing like a play by play of this interview. And they were like, um, but you knew them DJ Envy checks though. And just joking uh, around, right? Okay. So uh De Zeus and Mero come on the Breakfast Club. They did not know that DJ Envy was upset about this or that it was even a thing. They just they joke about everybody, just so we're clear. The same and way that so, co-hosts Charlemagne the God does. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And they joke about Charlemagne as well. And so DJ Envy Envy kind of ambushed them because they didn't know that he was so upset and neither did Charlemagne and Angela Yee. So like when he came at them it was really aggressive. And he was super upset and just basically saying, don't ever come for my wife. You know, you were super disrespectful to her. You need to apologize. And they did. They apologized. First of all, they was like, dude, really? You're upset about that? And he was like, yes. And so they apologized. And so they just, you know, and, and Charlamagne even said, okay, like after it was all said and done, like we good? 
let's, you know, move forward with the interview. And everybody said they were good. And so the interview continues and they're joking around and saying, we're going to have a celebrity, you know, fight night or whatever with, with us and, and DJ Envy. And, and Envy was like, I would love that or whatever. And he's still, he's still salty as fuck like through the hot, whole thing. Hot. Yes. Turning so, red. Turning red right. the whole time. Right. Swelling up. So, period, basically. Right. So after that, he was in DJ wish Envy. Mode. He was in wish mode. Right. After that, DJ Envy gets the fuck up and walks out and... You know, they just kept talking, and and Day Zeus, I think, I think he was the one that said it. Basically, that everybody has different triggers, and I guess that was his trigger. But everybody, for the most part, from the outside looking in, yeah. realized like DJ Envy, you doing the most. Like okay. the internet they, clowned him, and rightfully so. Yeah, and, and, and I saw that because I saw um, Charlemagne repost. A oh bunch man, of Charlemagne! Let me tell you something, Charlemagne. <laughs> DJ Envy gave him a wonderful gift and I think right. Charlemagne is trying to walk this fine line of being true to who he is he, and still preserving his business relationship because nah. he but wants he's, he's to go good friends the fuck with all in. three but yeah, yeah but but, but he makes money three. with DJ Envy DJ so you Envy. gotta protect mm-hmm. that but you no, gotta no, no, protect no. the fuck that but you have to understand the true business of what the breakfast club is and also the business of Charlemagne because Charlemagne is a business in itself okay so like how you mentioned earlier like you was like if is Charlemagne gonna give him you know donkey him donkey of the day if he don't he give him to. donkey of the Monday. day and it needs to be Monday it needs he to cannot, be Monday he, he needs to give him a text this weekend yes. like hey bro I'm, man listen you know I have so to know. get just so you know <laughs> like we gotta do this for the culture if right. I don't like niggas this is going like, I gotta get you donkey of the day bro Ma- like, matter of fact <laughs> just matter to keep fact. it just to keep it Gucci yes because honestly the only reason he was upset is because probably because his wife was upset Mm -hmm. but it's like dude you cheated on your wife and put it on on blast for everybody to talk about it how you gonna come at these these this one you know two group of dudes that are talking about like everyone is talking about but here's it. the thing though it's not even like he really went in and said a whole lot of he didn't shit. he just said he oh she know them dj envy checks and then that was it they moved right. the fuck on like right. like that's why they called it a throwaway joke it wasn't something that was committed they didn't call her right. yeah this old gold digging bitch right here like it right. ain't like you went right. in and like twisted the knife you not said a joke like right. charlemagne the guy will say some ridiculous shit sitting right next to a person and you expect them to be able to keep their composure you're a host and you're telling me that your skin is that thin to whereas on their show they make a throwaway joke and you you know what i'm saying that's why i think that shit was all a publicity you think so oh because it it, it, it feels like it may have been super so i guess they're getting better at at everyone's doing that knowing how to create i agree and what they're calling this shit is clickbait Mm. Like everyone's like we're in the time of clickbait. Everything is about let me see if I can get you to click on this. Right. And you think about it, you know, and my good friend Elon Musk, (laughs) (laughs) you know, my close friend, my My close close friend, friend. Elon Musk, you know, (laughs) you know, having dinner, (laughs) you know, we we talked about together, but we were having dinner. (laughs) We talked about this extensively, you know. But no, he made the point like, you know, like that's basically what people are doing today. Mm. Everything is about can I get you to click on this shit? Right. Like, because you think about it, 
like the the media is not the media the 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 media isn't really you're not getting paid for the actual content right you're getting paid for the click mm. and the views you're not getting paid for like is this like legit content mm-hmm. you're getting paid on clicks because that's what advertisers are paying for mm-hmm. so it's all the we we're moving into that clickbait society you know what I mean? Can I get you to click on this? Now, somebody somebody did say something about that being a publicity stunt and and Envy responded like y'all know or you know me. I think whoever it was that said it and there's no way that that was a publicity stunt. So fake I, news, I fake mean, news. You know, fake news. It is what it is. But it was stupid. It, and like it was after so they squashed upsetting. it, you got to let it, it go. That's bro. what I'm saying. That's why I know it was clickbait. It was well, like, maybe, can we get people okay, to click and, on and this? And a benefit to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe it wasn't. It was. They, apl- they apologized. And DJ Envy probably in his head. You know, when you think about something for so long. You kind of talk yourself into this this mm-hmm. false ass reality. I read a comment where they said happen. the same thing. Like he was practicing that shit right. in the mirror you know, the night before. So like, I'm about, baby, I'm gonna check these niggas right. and I'm gonna be like, yo, no, you he need to apologize. Right. He while I'm was, chewing my gum real hard. And but shit. I'm, I'm right. Like, he okay. was, no, let Barney make her point. I want to hear it. He wasn't expecting them to concede so quickly. Mm. Like, oh man, I didn't. He was I didn't ready know. For a fight. Right. He was ready to go back and forth. He was ready to rebuttal. You know what I'm saying? And he got disarmed. And he got disarmed. Because they was like, oh shit, my bad. I didn't. We didn't know that that was gonna be an issue for you. Like, mm-hmm. we apologize. They move on with the interview. He still heated because in his mind, it's like, yo, I gotta get this shit he off my chest. That fight up. He you played know what it up. He played it off with himself. He it's almost like believe. when a woman got a, got get mad at her man, and she like, oh, I'm and you know your girls gas you. Right. I'm about to let this you nigga know. know. Right. And then all of a sudden, you tell me, he said, you know what, baby, before you even say it. You, you know are absolutely, you're right. absolutely right. right. I apologize. It'll she never happen again. She gonna walk around mad for two still, fucking yeah, days. But, I, but I'm saying no. But do you, you ain't no, said you, shit. You don't bitch. have to say nothing. You didn't already <laughs> fucking you said say it because you are absolutely right. And that's why I went on ahead and I bought this for you to right. just let you know you were right. I apologize. Mm, yeah. Okay. Man, right. Fuck are you still saying this? <laughs> right. <laughs> fuck these goddamn chains. That you <laughs> right. Right. Here's she what I'll say. Two days. Here's what I'll say. If it was real, Brittany, he would have been a. He would have. He would have been a lot more heated than he was. It was very. Man, you know, like it's just, I, mean, I didn't see any fire or passion. No, in it. I because, did. Because, no, I it did. wasn't was fireable. It wasn't worthy of fire. Exactly. That's but why he is fake. No, no, no. Fake. He was being nah. petty because they mentioned his wife. You know what I'm saying? And I even saw somebody where okay. he Listen, he cheated. He should be more upset with himself. You I have that's what everybody's saying. You, you should be upset with yourself. Hold on, no. I got a theory, though. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm I'm a rock with you, Brittany. Let's 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 go from the premise of it was real. Okay. Okay. This is what I think really happened. I think that DJ Envy has been catching a lot of flack over the past couple of months for a myriad of things. Right. He see these two guys that he knows not only are funny, but they have a good personality. But they they're not soft by any means, but they're not gully. Right. Right. So he saw some niggas that he can swell up on. Right. And let me make an example out right. of these two niggas to let everybody right. else know. You know, like how motherfuckers that go up and they'll talk. I'm trying to think of who that was. It was some movie where like a nigga had an issue and he thought it was the little nigga in the crew that mm-hmm. said some shit. And he was checking him like, nigga, was you talking to me? X, right. Y, and Z. And then the big nigga was like, no, it was me. Right. And then no he shit. paused and turned back to the little niggas like. No, nigga, I think it was you. Like, <laughs> right. I think it was one of them situations where he wanted to make an example 
out of two popular people where yeah. he felt like my brand trumps your brand. Let me go ahead and put everybody. And, see, and then, like you said, they conceded and was like, boom. And he was like, fuck. In my mind, I was I was trying to I, I was to Omar's point. I was never really mad. I just wanted to make an example out of right. someone so that my woman knows, hey, baby, see how I defended right. your honor? But you want to know who I know he would never do that shit with? Motherfucking Birdman. Hell no. Nah. Right. Wait. You, where you was wouldn't that say that shit energy? with a real goon. Where was that same energy? No, Birdman. Birdman no, would say, I fuck Envy's wife. And Envy would sit there no, across let me tell and you not say Anytime Charlemagne the guy getting checked. He over there quiet as shit. Quiet as fuck. Wait, I was just about to say that. Let somebody say something to Isaac. Right. <laughs> I'm fucking you up. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. You fucking him up. Hey, I like hey, Omar. Hey, wait, hey, I like that in you. I like that in you. And that's old. Omar, why you fucking him up? I'm talking shit on the side like nigga. You know what I'm saying? Do it again. Me and Brittany talking mad shit over here. What? Oh, oh, he's swinging. Hold us back. Hold us back. I get it if you got animosity, but like, dog, like this our house this like you're not right. coming right. in checking us that's what I was about if to say if you don't wanna if you if you piss off at us you handle that shit outside but right. don't think you're gonna come in our house cause we can cut all this shit off exactly and we, hold on we can dog. press pause hold I know up. this a live show pause, nigga. we can baby. press pause my I'm not doing pause. this shit hold for up. the likes dog you don't come in and treat too. me what he don't understand is well what he does <laughs> understand and this is what he played on let me let me correct myself what he does understand and this is what he played on is the fact that you know they respect them they respect right. the Breakfast Club. Greatly. So what they didn't want to do was to create no bad blood. Exactly. So when DJ Envy mentioned it, they looked at each other like, oh, no, like it wasn't that at all. And in they his on Vice mind, TV. They're right, like, oh, no, shit, we just happy to be here. We happy man. to be here. Like that wasn't <laughs> it. And so they weren't going to go back and forth right, with him. But he right. thought that that was an opportunity for him to just puff his chest out mm -hmm. and show other niggas that have been real who have sat in that same seat right. and checked all right. they ass. Right. And right. none of them has said shit. Ain't said a, ain't said a you know what I'm saying? Word. Ain't said a word. <laughs> because the day but that maybe, maybe, and maybe that is the secret sauce that makes the Breakfast Club popular where they don't just blindly support each other. So mm. like if Charlemagne is wrong and somebody is coming at him, you know, Envy and Ye will let it happen because it's like, dude, you was wrong and vice versa. So like, Maybe that's the the reason that they are as popular. No, as they fuck are. that. You no. don't come in and threaten hey. somebody's hey. life. No, hey. no, I agree. I mean, I, <laughs> and everybody was to sit back and, and be like, "Yeah, you were wrong." And majority <laughs> of the time, you deserve to die. Majority of the time, majority, <laughs> I don't mean that extreme. But hold on, let's 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 call a spade a spade too, because majority of the time, the one catching heat is Charlemagne. Charlemagne, and he has yeah. to sit there with his tail tucked between his legs and let you go off and let you do what you do, because again, he's getting a check from somebody else as right, well right. so he could he could talk his shit but what he's not gonna do is disrespect you like in your face outside of love mama well we ain't gonna talk about that but oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucked up he's but he's come a long way he's, he's come a long way and he's been growing too he's, he's been, been growing, growing. He's been growing. Yeah. but he's yeah. typically the one that gets the short end of the stick when it comes down to people who agree to take the interview just to say some fucked up shit to him mm -hmm. because of yeah. the shit that he said before yeah. he's a lightning yeah. rod exactly he's used yeah. to being so at this point I think that Charlemagne was kind of sitting back like yo so like is this what's gonna happen like <laughs> but yeah. he thought that shit was on funny his, on his IG page <laughs> 
I've been enjoying watching him try to teeter this lie. Yes. Like I gotta have Babe. fun. He what? posted. He posted a video that uh, 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 Doughboy from yes. uh, all. Yes. <laughs> he, he that nigga made a rap. He yes. made a rap. Yes. I was yes. like, yo. He was like, dope. He's like, y'all are going. Y'all. I guess y'all don't mind going to hell for this, but um, I'm gonna watch it. Like something. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like basically saying it's wrong that they did they it. Made but about six, seven posts in like three hours. Yes. I was like, dude, you were loving this. Reposting all of the DJ Envy shit because usually it's 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 him right. getting that oh, shit. Oh, he's loving it. And he's so I'm like, it. yeah, but, I, okay. But peep this I don't though. think that's why he's loving it. I think he just thinks that shit's funny because like, it is what, funny. What, it's what it he's is doing. Funny. But you know what though? It, it, it's funny though because to, to to Omar's point, and and I think that if if we can make a comparison, there's a difference between that boy band that. You know the the dude that put together In Sync and all in Backstreet Boys and shit. Like, you know, when a band is put together, we're band members and we may learn to like one another. You got them kind of bands, and then you got the bands that grew up like the Boys to Men. We all went to high school together. We ride or die. Like we we that kind of band. We're not the band that got put together because oh man, you you doing good. I'm doing good. We doing good. And a person connected us like. Like Omar said, like this shit, like, <laughs> like what you hear here is legitimate chemistry. Yeah, and we'll fight for motherfuckers. So like, yeah, we'll fight let's just go ahead and put that out in the air that if a nigga ever decide that they want to come in, it like this is not this ain't studio okay, shit. At the end of the day, it's let, real let, let's shit. not act like a gang. Okay, we gonna let this you, is a gang. We're gang, gang, this gang, gang, right here. We gonna let you. We gonna let you express your. We gonna let you. Oh, we gonna we let, gonna you, let you talk shit. because at the we'll end of the day, right? Because at the end of the day, what makes us so great is that all of us feel a different type of way about everything right. and we respect each yeah. other but what you not gonna what do what you not gonna do what you tell them you not gonna we ain't gonna find Jesus in these comments hell no <laughs> you feel me you ain't getting baptized today what Brittany bitch. say what Brittany say she said man uh, what we not gonna do is find Jesus in the comments section no that's what we not gonna do so what you not gonna do is pretend like the headphones your ass is wearing and the mic you speaking into don't belong to us right. bitch the fuck out of here you gonna walk like, in our spot and have something to say? Bitch, what? you better hope. Listen, listen. I ain't about putting my shit on the air, but I'm just saying that's not why. I look like that meme with Swaggy P with the uh, with the with the question marks and shit where he be looking. <laughs> right. <up to> the, <laughs> the fuck? That's all you can oh. say is like. What? You must not have heard. But it's a, yeah, it's a cussing podcast. I think that DJ Envy <laughs> had his moment podcast. where I think Casey, like DJ Envy, had his moment where he just kind of boiled over. You know, on some light skin mm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> what they call it beige you're not rage. gonna say some light skin oh, they call it beige rage. rage I thought that Come was on. funny I thought that was funny. No, that's not some light skin it's shit it's some light skin what? shit because me, that that is like, that I've, heard worse. I've heard Let worse I've heard worse where people have talked about people's wives and kids and shit that wasn't nothing way worse way, way worse. worse way worse that I wasn't mean, even an insult that wasn't shit you right she knew about them DJ Envy checks they didn't even even call her gold digger they just said she knew about them checks and she did like if my man is getting checks I know about them shit what he said what she meant and that's probably why she stayed but what she meant it wasn't why he meant but it is why she probably stayed no she could she loves him I don't think she she does they have kids together they have kids together Hear hear me out when she said I didn't know DJ Envy what she meant was I didn't know DJ Envy the nigga that cheated on me like the nigga that's out here making all this money with all these bitches not the nigga I know that I grew up with that loves me and I love him type of shit the relationship we have at home is completely different how he is out and she was making dough 
But he was probably always that guy, though. Oh, always. He probably always, always. had swag, and it wasn't like she was him. just with him because she just thought, oh, he's a yeah. nice person. She was with him because he probably had a reputation. He was that light-skinned nigga that was, you know, probably attractive and had bitches. Right. And, you know what I mean? Like, you was with him beyond just altruistic True. means. But, but there ain't nothing wrong with that, though. No, I ain't judging. But, no, but I ain't the thing judging is, people that. There's nothing act, wrong with that. Like, and he just seems like a great guy just in general. He but seems yeah, very The nice. thing is, when very you... Light you light the thing is, you can't tell me <laughs> someone's going to be with someone <laughs> for 20-something years and not cheat. Omar, you mean to tell me? Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wow. You just, you just fucked me up because I was about to say something else. Ah, uh, you said That's what now? You pivot. said you mean to tell me? He said ain't nobody gonna be with somebody, somebody twenty some days, years. twenty years, years, some years. 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 I'm sorry, and ain't gonna cheat. So, you know what this old man told me? He was seventy five years old. Okay, what the fuck he said? And this is what he said. He said you're not the same person you are from ten years from now, okay. and every ten years. You become a different person. Okay. And he's like, you have two choices. Okay. You could cheat. Yeah. Or you can stay with that person and you learn to hate each other. Oh, oh shit. That's, that's, that sounds that's like a bad experience. And so, he's like, so, because you become different. Okay. Mm. I don't Every decade, you're a different nigga. No, no, like, no, no, it's no, the no, new no, no, period. No, no. Damn, let, me, let me say that's, something. That's heavy. Let me say something. Okay. For everybody that's listening, don't fucking listen to Omar. Okay. Do not This become, gang gang talking. No, this do not Omar. become... That wasn't me. That was gang gang. No, fuck that. <laughs> no. You are able... That was able, Patricia. Shut up. That Man or woman, you up. are able to find a mate that don't mind spending 20 years with you and will not cheat. It's all about your personal relationship with that person. Now, if in a situation where you deal with one person and you grow to hate each other, then that was a situation that was flawed from the beginning. Not that just happens just to be, oh, because we're spending all right, 20 I'm a, years I'm ex- together. I'm going I'm to break it down. Be, See, I hate you breaking. You don't have to break I'm going to break down, down the way it works. Because nothing you have two you types of relationships. It's going to listen, make me change my mind. And, and listen, and people can take it how they want. But yeah, this is the can. shit. But what I'm saying Here's is what I'm going to tell you. You have two type of long. The only way you have no, no, I didn't say that. You you do have people get lucky. You do have people that win the lottery as well, and most <laughs> of us are not those people. But here's what I'll say: there are people when they're in a relationship, like a companion is different than some. So a companion is someone that you can spend the rest of your life with, and it may not be this huge sexual relationship. But you guys love each other. You're like your soulmates, but you're not sexually there. Then you have the relationships you have where sex is what's driving the relationship. And that ends. That ends. That's not going to last. Because the sex eventually is what the relationship was built on. So then when it comes to you connecting as people, that grows old and you end up moving on to the next person. I agree. But when you're in that relationship, when you're like the companion, like you're going to cheat. Okay, here we go. Let me let me say something real quick. Kinda, You're gonna um, cheat, Casey. Before the woman's gonna cheat, the man's go. gonna cheat. Um, someone's fucking their coworkers. Omar, shut the fuck up. Everything that Omar <laughs> just said is basically you building a relationship off of basically one attribute versus everything that you would need. Because it's only one happy. attribute. It's not just one attribute. That's a fucking mm. lie. And see, the that, love of lust is one of the ales. No, okay, listen. Hush. And, but they, so, they'll end up in the ale if you don't choose no, no. wisely. If you... If you <laughs> okay. So, so let me just say something real quick. My biggest pet peeve is to hear women especially. Okay, I don't care what color you are, where you come from, what economic back, background you come from, what it, whatever. 
I can't stand to hear women say that, you know, oh, well, you know, you just need to change your way of thinking because, you know, men are going to do what they're going to do anyway. You can't you can't control that. And this is very true. What you can't do is change someone. No. All you can do is be the best person that you can be and make that person want to be a different person for you. You can't change a person for sure. But at the end of the day, if you develop a relationship off of something that is not stable and nothing and something that's not strong enough so if it's just sex that connects you to eventually that's gonna die out and you will cheat if it's just no, no, finances, no. you don't cheat on lust it just gets old and you move on what listen because I, you don't way, have anything you've never gotten tired of penis before uh like the same penis britney no the times i've cheated i've cheated for other shit so like for what neglect Okay, so you agree that everyone cheats. I don't we can agree. move the fuck on. Agree. Go ahead, Casey. No, <laughs> I don't we agree that everyone cheats because my relationships weren't, they weren't stable to begin with. Hey, I think I proved You my, have you not just proven proved, your you know what? You know what this was? Like when they pull you over and you've been driving drunk and the police officer say, go ahead and uh, say your ABCs, but I want you to do it backwards. And your ass say, I can't even do that when I'm sober. <laughs> you going to jail, nigga? Let's go. Listen, that's no, what does that. I'm not fucking what I you said. right now. No, you're not. I'm not fucking you. Right that's now. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, go ahead and touch the how, fur wall, nigga. No, no, no. It's over. That's how I'm able to speak on it because I am aware of a relationship. She's like, because I'm a recovering cheater, <laughs> so I know uh, about drugs and alcohol. Oh, that's I know about up. love. Don't Listen. tell me about love. No, no, no. We good, no. Steve Harvey. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm just gonna I'm say I'm just you. gonna say that I'm not gonna say I'm a recovering cheater. I'm just saying that <laughs> you're a serial cheater. Get your I, ass have, up here. I have been through I have been through enough years sacrifice. Women and 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 men out there who are listening, please do not listen to Omar. Do not listen. I'm you trying to give people some solid advice. You are, and this is solid what I'm saying to you. You are able okay, to Steve find Harvey. something but, Mm. <laughs> Casey, oh, Casey, Casey, Casey yeah. you had to pivot. You had to pivot. Go, go I'm, pivot I'm on this pivot. Steve yeah, Harvey ready. Because Steve Harvey's out here giving relationship okay. advice again. Steve okay. Harvey. <laughs> Along so. with Kevin Hart. Okay. All right. <laughs> and DJ Envy. Hey. Well, okay. All right. I love it. I'm done. I love you. I love uh, us for I'm real. I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead, Casey. Do you, boo boo? Uh, my favorite and yours, Bruno, Bruno Mars, Woo-hoo. has been in the in the news lately and has been accused of cultural appropriation when a clip went viral of a black millennial young woman saying her piece. I will read to you some of the highlights. Casey, before you start, are we starting the podcast or is this like the two hours we do before we start? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you acting like you need to know the difference? This is I'm just this doing is, a time check. Because <laughs> his Uber is outside nothing. waiting right now, and, and he wants to know. Like, oh, you might as well go ahead and settle in, my dude. Like you're gonna be here. For he like, acts like he got I just would have brought an overnight bag if that's what we were on tonight. <laughs> I hate you. All right, here's the. She got to get up early tomorrow because it's St. Patty's Day and shit. He got some right. drinking to do at eight a.m. I have right. to watch the History Channel. They just launched the next season of Man Who Built America. But go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> 
Bruno Mars 100% is a cultural appropriator. He is not black at all, and he plays up his racial ambiguity to cross genres. What Bruno Mars does is he takes pre-existing work and he completely word for word recreates it, extrapolates it. He does not change it. He does not improve upon it. He does not make it better. He's a karaoke singer. He's a wedding singer. He's a person you hire to do Michael Jackson and Prince covers. Yet Bruno Mars is an album of the year Grammy and Grammy award winner and Prince never won an album of the year Grammy. Bruno Mars got that Grammy because white people love him because he's not black, period. The issue is we want our black culture from non-black bodies. And Bruno Mars is like, I'll give it to you. Mm. I think that that's true, that that is true of the the um, the culture, if you will. But Bruno Mars is not to blame for it. I don't think he's I disagree with everything that that statement I do, too. I do too yeah yeah I do too. everything well, like not not even a piece of it because no. if, like if he's I could not just jump the one in to, first, to blame here no nah, but but actually no one is no. to blame because no, but I, 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 we're acting sorry. like it ain't niggas out here that's making money doing black music so like it you, you know bruno mars uh does a throwback album or does some throwback albums and does it very well executes very well and now all of a sudden he becomes the reason that I don't even know the reason that what precedes that statement, because, you know, on the way over here, um, Britney was playing songs from a bunch of fucking artists that are all out here winning right now, making ratchet trap R&B music. Like, I don't like how how is Bruno Mars stopping Tory Lanez from eating? Answer, and, he's and, fucking and here's not. Here's a question. Here's, he's not, not even a question. But Bruno Mars gives so much props. Mm-hmm. Oh my as God. to like Constantly. black artists in general and and don't tell me to hold on nigga first off keep talking i want talking about you go ahead so i can say what the fuck i got to say god damn it you know what i love us <laughs> All right. for real i'm gonna pull a dj Emmy. i gotta go disrespect me he ain't going nowhere listen <laughs> your ass down. no go on and say what you gotta say no 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 i was just gonna say he he gives a lot of props and the thing is I just think that people are finding shit to be mad at. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to really keep are. shit going. You know what I mean? To, to get everyone, you know, excited about, what are we mad at today, America? <laughs> How about Bruno Mars? Like, right, right. It's like. Uh, Let's pick a new thing. It was like, the, right. wasn't, you know it the video, wasn't the video of the girl, right? Yeah. Where she was saying how like he was, uh, it was the girl. That's, that's what, the one that went viral. Yeah, it was all over Twitter. That's where all this shit came from. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She was like, she was like, and Bruno Mars and doing this, and everyone's like, oh, she's dropping dimes and everything like that. But it's like, <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. We could all find something to be mad about. And here's the most interesting mm-hmm. thing. And here's the question for you. We get back to Bruno Mars, but think about this: if we didn't have, you know, if we didn't have a racist society, what if you took away, you know? racism there'll be something it would be something else yeah we would divide ourselves over yeah. because right. we're a very tribal mm-hmm. society yeah right. mm-hmm. jealousy and, and is huge we're, we're very tribalistic amazing. so you know we got to do something to divide mm-hmm. ourselves 
Go right. ahead, boo boo. Get so, after it. Okay, thank yeah, I'll you. See you ready? <laughs> right, right. You should start fixing. You know, your your grandma be like, "Why are you fixing your lips to say something?" Yeah, I got <laughs> she was that. fixing her lips. I saw her fixing her lips whoever, at my peripheral. Listen, whoever that person was. Where's my wash that? rag? Shut up. <laughs> Ranch around. Don't be using my wash rag. Ranch around. Ranch around. Ranch around. Ranch around man. Whoever Casey wrote that, you know, fuck. Right, no, right. she said it. Who said it? Who said it? Uh, right. This this young chick uh, just on Twitter. It, it went viral. I don't think oh, that was her intention. Okay. She was in like, she was in in some forum and she was just uh you know saying her piece. Oh, and okay. it went viral. It ain't no mm. peace. Yeah. The bitches disturbed. Listen, let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> <Wow>. so <laughs> no fucking Bruno Mars is not. And if the whole listens to the fucking podcast, she can DM uh, me, message me, uh, or message the fucking tequila tales because I get those bitches too. We were uh, just talking about uh. that. Okay, um, <laughs> no Bruno Mars is not. What you will not do, bitches, talk about Bruno Mars. Okay, there is nothing fucking wrong with Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars has dropped his albums and no one's bothered him and now he gets this 24 karat album and he wins some awards and you niggas is mad why why he now, put in we... just as much work as the next person and right. to, to, I, I mean to be honest beyond the Justin Timberlake shit where the shit seems to be a little skewed he has been one person that he has never shied away from his influences from black culture. I mean, everyone from Jimi Hendrix to James Brown. Like, you could see it. He is not ashamed of it. And he is a fucking fan of it. So why is it that we're so mad? Like, the whole idea of us having a talent and the whole idea of us sharing that shit with the world and, and doing what we can with it is to influence other people. Right, is right. to let other people know who we are and what we are. The biggest compliment, the biggest compliment, black people, <laughs> is fucking people who try to replicate it. It's not original. Well, and they know it from the beginning. So when Bruno Mars does anything that's throwback or anything that, that represents a Jimi Hendrix or a James Brown or does a move that looks like James or you didn't fucking wake up doing that. We know where you got it from. And that's why it's so fucking awesome. Because when I see it, I'm like, oh, shit, look at him. And, I'm excited. And, and even to tap see in it. on that, it's like, you know, the thing about it is, is that has been what's at the crux of progress you know that that is really what is right. society society is that we're not still trying to reinvent the wheel because the right. wheel has been made so then the next person takes your invention right. and they improve upon it then the next person does something and then some people may duplicate it but right. that's actually what the benefit of society is is that we get an opportunity to benefit from something that you created and we right. get to run with it and, you know, because like so every black person that talks appropriation, I'm not saying that people don't appropriate. But what I'm getting right. at is that let's not pretend like we don't benefit from shit that we haven't created. How right. many millionaires have been created because of Facebook? Right. You don't see Mark Zuckerberg out here like, oh, my God, why don't they just create their own social network? Right. They out here making millions. You like, know what no, Mark does? You utilized. He bought them bitches for a billion dollars. See, and and that's what I'm getting at. Is that like it's <laughs> and like create his own fucking money. It's, it's like awesome. it, it, it's it's something about us, and I and I, and I think it's because I think it's because we feel so disenfranchised. Yeah, and even to the point of what you all were just saying a moment ago about this kind of tribal mentality that we don't understand that 
once you create something, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, me and Omar had a conversation about this, um, but but it's well documented. Um, and actually, I've had conversations with this uh, about this with a couple of people. They say that one of the biggest reasons why African-Americans have a hard time moving forward in business is because when we get an idea, we hold on to that shit and we're afraid to share it because we think someone else is going to steal it. Right. It's that crabs in a barrel mentality. And so we don't share the idea with other people. And so we hoard it and we try to do everything on our own. They say typically when white people get these ideas the first thing they do is they share it with everyone because they understand the 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 value that's added in this collective mentality right so it's almost like i share this idea someone else is adding something in the idea just got better someone else is adding something in so it's like group thought right but we don't have that ability and that's why you get individuals who may see some success but you don't see their art form or their craft really explode because they're still trying to micromanage every little piece out of it because we think oh i own this you know and and we strip away that ability of allowing someone else to come in and take it to the next level you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so i think that like we 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 look at white people and we say, oh, they're they're appropriating, but but that is part of what they do, and that's why the things that they do become. I'm not gonna say become better, but but you see that from a technical perspective, it becomes more precise because they're bringing so, in better minds to say, oh shit, that beat was dope, but hey, now we gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? But then when yeah. someone else takes our shit, it's like, oh, these niggas are stealing or they biting, and it's like we gotta get outside of that mentality. Hip hop. We created it. We may even still move the wave, but we don't own hip hop anymore. Right. Like it's now a global influence. There's niggas in Korea that's making trap music. I don't know what the fuck they saying. We heard that (laughs) shit in Black Panther. Y'all saw when they went to Korea and shit. They was playing some shit that sounded like some some hood shit. And it was like (laughs) and I was like, I don't know what the fuck they said. But that shit is right. (laughs) And I guarantee you that was not a black producer that made that beat. That's because yeah. we don't but, own hip hop no more. You know what I'm saying? And the, we have to just accept to just to challenge that slightly because I think that I understand what you mean by you know the um, collective thought and introducing new ideas and all that stuff and the value in all of that. But the difference that like I'm looking at the the actual definition of cult- cultural appropriation and it's a concept in uh, sociology dealing with the adoption of the elements of a minority culture by member members of the dominant culture is dist- distinguished from equal cultural exchange due to the presence of a colonial element and imbalance of power so it's not simply oh i like her hair i'm going to wear her hair like that um and oh my god why is she mad that i'm wearing her hair like that it's it's more so um and you mentioned this you know a while back when the, we we touched on the subject before isaac is that you have no problem taking on a lot of things you know the the big asses and the big lips and the cornrows and all that stuff but when it comes to things that actually matter to us the things that are oppressive to us all that like your the the power structure you're all silent on those things and so i think that that's where um we don't i don't want to dilute actual cultural appropriation with just the idea that white people are more open with sharing things because they have the they have the uh privilege to do that and 
well, not be an issue. Well, like, well can, we, I, can I, I tap in? Wait, wait, can wait, I tap wait, in? Wait, 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 just to tap back off of what she said, because let me because clap you back. Right, I got to clap back. No, because I do want to make this clear. Because I'm not just saying, Casey, that they are more open. But what I'm going to say is that I think, and you are right. There. Privilege is embedded in the ability to be able to do that. But one thing that they are about is capitalization, right? So if they see Mm -hmm. profit coming from something, and that's what I'm getting at, like even when it comes to our movements, if we figure out a way to, if, if the moment that white people see the ability to be able to profit from supporting our movement, that is when they are going to get involved, right? Like what I'm getting there at is black are. people. Black people have to get out of this charity mentality, right? Like where where people get involved in our shit just because, or they support us because it's the right thing to do. Nobody does shit because it's the right thing to do. People do shit when they feel there's a means for them to come up by doing it. So if white women can now wear cornrows and they're going to get more likes on Instagram or make more money, now they're rocking cornrows. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but, if but we can figure out a way to make our movements you just you as have, sexy as our culture, they're going to buy into it at that point. We can't no, no, sit no, up no. here and be like, I, I, I don't know, go, go, so go this ahead. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drop it. Like, I think, People pay too much attention to the noise, right? And and not enough attention to what's actually really happening. And and I'll touch on really briefly, I'll be brief, when you talked about like how black people hold on to things and they don't release it. And that's one of the things that happened with jazz. Because right. when they trace back the origins of jazz, they came back to this black guy who actually was one of the first people to do jazz style music in New Orleans. I don't even remember the nigga name. And the reason why you don't know his name is because he did not want to record a record. He said, because people are going to steal my music and he didn't want people stealing this music. And what happens is a white guy comes along and he's doing jazz years later records the first jazz record. And so now white people are considered the founders of jazz uh technically you know from because a the recording because right, right because right. that was the first jazz record right. on you know that they could trace it back to but it was actually a black guy that actually right. you but know he, founded the jazz style, you know music but anyway here's the bigger picture right which, which i think we get this is where we get caught up in the noise in my opinion we get caught up in the noise where you know, we see someone, a uh, Kim Kardashian or whoever, uh, white girl rocking, you know, cornrows and they're calling them box braids now. It's like, does that even matter? Like, here's the thing. Before you talk, but just hold on. Let me make my point. Before you, you know, open up. Now, yes, it, they brought it to the mainstream. Yes, black women have been doing it before. But... Wouldn't you think it would be better if, if, if someone like that were to bring this out to where now it's acceptable in corp- corporate America, it's acceptable here, and, and, and they're making more of a statement like, this is okay. Right. Here's the thing with hip-hop. Like, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, wait. whoa, 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 oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to let you finish, but please, my, question please. About, my question about that, though, is when we've been for centuries called I'm going into it. I'm going into that. it. I'm going into okay. it. Let me go into it. it's hard to be like, oh, but let me go into it. You got to let me let so me finish much my for bringing point. it to the forefront for us and people uh, no, no, no. You gotta it. You're let the me, best. You gotta Kim, let me finish my point. Us. Oh my God. Let me, get, let me Thank finish you my point. so much. Fuck 
Because here's the thing. Hip hop was an underground thing. And everyone knows until they start getting white artists to cross over is to when hip hop actually blew up and became this thing. Because now it made it acceptable for the world to accept this. And here's another thing. I'll give you a perfect example of what that is, right? Black people, what we don't understand is we are basically, we are the American culture. And until we start looking at ourselves like a Versace or a fashion house, we will always treat ourselves like second class when we're not. We are the influence on American culture. Everything we do, people are imitating it. So you know where this, when when you think about fashion houses, when, when Versace comes out with a new line, who else dubs the shit? Fucking uh, Steve Madden, uh, fucking uh, what's the the H and M? They're copying what the fashion houses are doing. We're practically we are the brand, we are the right. design. We te- we're telling America what to do, what to wear, right. how to look, how to sing. We right. are the culture, to. and right. we have to start acting like we call ourselves kings and queens, but we're not acting like exactly. It. We have to act like we walk in the building and like yeah, bitch, Givenchy just walked in this bitch. What? Right. Like, we need to start demanding things and stop being so, well, they appropriate our culture. Like, yes, right, yes. Like, be like, no. Yeah, like, no. Omar, I agree. I agree with that. Agree. But we absolutely should should call out hypocrisy. I'm sorry. Like, you have to also call out but, hypocrisy. And what caused, though, Casey? Because, like, in calling it out, how does that how does that make more money for us? How does that how does that progress us beyond making us look like we're just crying? I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. Okay, so we know racism exists, right? And it came from way back when. Way, 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 way back, right? Um, All of the people who have been accused of, like, appropriating our culture now, like, from Kim Kardashian with her fucking braids, whatever the fuck they called them bitches. Box braids. They called them something else, though. They were box braids. Well, they were cornrows. And then... um, with this whole Bruno Mars shit, with the Justin Timberlake shit and all of that. And we attack people who haven't attacked us, right? So I'm kind of the type of person that's kind of caught between a rock and a hard place because, you know, with a lot of white people or people who are considered the majority, they, their people before them are the ones who have held a lot of these these racist racial traditions to heart whereas a lot of people in my generation are not so it's like do I yell at you and say bitch you're appropriating my right. culture and you haven't given me my just due when they're like yo it's I've like never disrespected for their you. I've never disrespected ancestors. your culture. I've never said that like right. how are you going to make me pay for some shit that motherfuckers did? prior to that and this is the same shit that we argue about every day about okay these stereotypes on black america Mm. you're continuously passing them down to 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 the youth and to generations who have not done that or who haven't even fucking lived yet so like the same shit that we complain about we're throwing onto those people now i'm the first motherfucker (laughs) to say or to feel a certain type of way about some racial shit like at the end of the day but 
to be all fair in in, in shit, and and that's I think that's where we're having a problem. I think what we're total. having a problem, and not to cut you off, but here's where we're having a problem. <laughs> not to cut no, me off, no, 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 because because okay. you you have you. I want to get serious about this just for a second, and I'm using that serious. The thing is, you can't just call somebody out and not want something. You can't just say, I want you, know you to what? stop doing music, Bruno Mars. Like, no, that's mm-hmm. not something. If right. you want to call someone out and say, okay, you're appropriating black culture, you know what would be great, Bruno Mars, if you did X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Maybe you give back to some that schools. That's, that's but then people, Bruno Mars may pull out receipts. Him. Because that's you know what? Bruno Mars him. didn't respond. You know what I mean? Because he has receipts on the shit he's probably doing. Just like uh, uh, the Nichols and Dance with Jay-Z and Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte calling out Jay-Z. Jay-Z like, hold on. Dude, I don't publicly talk about everything I'm doing. Right. But I have receipts of all the shit I've done. Right. But he tells Harry Belafonte, dude, go fuck yourself. You don't know me. Right. You don't know what I'm doing, but yet you're talking shit to me right. about what I'm doing well, for the black community. Let me, let me. Hello. Just, Hello. Dig in so real fast. Hello. I think, that, I think that the reason that people are defending Bruno is what we mentioned before, that he has constantly and consistently paid homage to those who came before him, who he's influenced by, all of those things. And I don't know about you all, but when you sometimes um, have a thought about something or there's an experience that you have and either you meet somebody that has had that same experience and will validate what you're saying or you there's a, a public figure who is speaking to you specifically and you're like, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you for just acknowledging and we talk about representation all the time. I think that, that that's why Black Panther has been so People love it so much, not just because it is a great movie, but it's like, man, we've been trying to tell y'all we are so much more than what you've been saying. It's just it feels like a weight lifted sometimes, like just a little bit. We just want to be acknowledged. Let me finish. I just want to be acknowledged. You better watch your motherfucking tone. You watch your fucking tone, Omar. (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) But like, I I just want to be acknowledged. And I think that sometimes when especially when it comes to black women and in so much of what we we are just from a physical perspective from a, a psychological psychological perspective everything is is constantly picked at and and mimicked and no one ever says yeah, I think that black women are beautiful and I have I have got these injections because I want to look like that. I think that they are so fly. Like no one has ever said that about us. So and that and that question. to me is why I think that sometimes that women who are doing all these different alterations or whatever, and I don't think that Kim Kardashian is a bad person, but I think that she's what people would consider a poster child for this whole generation of all of this is like She's never paid homage to why she wants her body to look like that. Why do you want your body to look like that, Kim? Because so, okay, no, 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 no. Uh, uh-uh. I'm, I'm, and, and it's not even to it's, it's, it's not to take away from the point that you're making. But you know, it's funny because I, I just downloaded a, a new audio book, and it's a book that I've read in the past, and I'm big fan of. Um, it's the power of now, and Eckhart Tolle a lot of what he talks about in terms of your ability to be able to connect with your presence and your being is your ability to be able to let go of your ego, 
right? And so everything sure. that you're talking about, Casey, is ego. I, I need recognition. I need mm-hmm. motherfuckers to make me feel super special in this world. Okay, so Kim Kardashian sucks our dicks. Uh, every other successful person decides to do that exact Kanye. same thing, right? Decides to pay all the homage in the world to black women. It does not change our economic space. It does not change our feelings. It doesn't change the power that, as Omar just said, we've always had. Like that's what yes, he was getting it does, at. Though. We say no, because, no, but, no, 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 what, no, 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 it does not. Because okay. we're we're busy talking about Oscars so white. When a moment ago we didn't give a fuck about the Oscars, we didn't give a fuck about Grammys. You know, there were times. You know, you you take it back to Tulsa, Oklahoma, when our dollar was was circulating in our community ninety times. We were winning, right? In black communities, we were doing major shit. The moment that integration allowed us to be accepted into their community, it was like, all right, fuck you, niggas. Then we all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, we feel like we got to be judged by a different standard. So you can't have it both ways. It can't be black girl rocks and black excellence and all of this other type of stuff. But then we're still waiting for the white people to recognize us. Hey, you guys, we're the minorities. Hey, let us know that you're stealing our shit. We know they're stealing our shit. And that's what he's saying. Versace don't got to come out and be like, Steve Madden is copying off of me. Versace knows Steve Madden is copying off of him. And Versace keeps being Versace. What we're doing right now is we're Versace, but we're acting like we're Steve Madden because we're still letting the motherfuckers that's imitating us dictate how we feel about ourselves. And that's what I'm getting at. Like, if we know we are the rulers of this culture, it's time that we start creating our own shit, doing our own thing and stop waiting for these imitations to give us credit on being our fucking imitations. And then even when they do it, because and here's the point that I'm making. We've all said Bruno Mars has gone above and beyond to give us credit. It still has not detracted people from calling him an appropriator. So that's what Omar was saying. Then what do we want? Do we want him to just stop singing altogether? Do we want him to start sounding like the bands from the 50s and shit? Like we 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 me- aren't we aren't being realistic in our expectations of what we want. So what we need to do is say ignore the noise as Omar just said, keep being great and keep being so fucking great that they keep duplicating because if that's what they gonna do, that's what they gonna do and we can't fucking control that shit. But in but while we're sitting here focusing on whether or not they pay attention to us, all that's doing is taking away from brain power, taking away from us being awesome because we're more concerned with whether or not they are gratifying our ego in these moments and recognizing us. Recognition means shit. It means shit. They can recognize I, I us and still to, make billions of to, dollars. I'm about to tell you why it matters. Okay. I, we, we've had a conversation. I, I remember recently watching a 12-minute clip of um, these South Koreans being interviewed about Black Panther. And the only reason they were is because they filmed a portion of the movie in South Korea. And, you know, South Koreans were really excited about seeing it because it's like, you know, they shutting streets down. We know this movie coming out. We want to check it out. So they had a, a fellow South Korean interviewing them and they and they asked them a lot of incredibly truthful questions about 
what the movie meant and how they felt about it. And some of the questions included, you know, how black people are perceived in general. And some of them said, you know, it's it was really cool to see because the only images we see of black people, especially Americans, are um, dangerous. We don't sit next to them if they're visiting and they're on the subway or whatever. Um, one guy said it before I saw this movie, I never thought black women were attractive. And now I do. And so it representation and the way that we are portrayed is incredibly impactful. And because of that, now there are different spinoffs being talked about. Like there are dollars and things that matter that come from the way that we are perceived by society. So like if if so far up until now, cornrows have been deemed we hood rats, we ghetto if we're wearing them. And then all of a sudden, now this this other group decides that they want to wear them. It's like, it, I, I understand what you're saying. And I, I completely agree. Like, we have to mobilize. Like, I, I'm, I'm in 100% agreement, but we can't pretend like none of, of what the outside world thinks about us matters. It does. We are We are a small percentage of this country. We don't technically have roots here like we were snatched from our homes like is this conversation can go fucking deep as shit but like I think that we're we're talking about two different things I think that we're in agreement about a lot of them but I don't want to say that because we need to mobilize we need to ignore that certain things are appropriated and we should just be silent about it I don't think that being silent about anything is the answer I don't like if anyone was silent about most of the things that they protested during civil rights or, or any other movement, we wouldn't have had any change. So, like, I don't I don't think that silence is ever the move. All right. I'm glad you made that point. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, let me address the Korean video, because I think we've all seen a video. The, the thing is, when it when. Yes. Yes. And no. But first, that's clickbait because it's it's appealing to a certain audience. Nigga, everything's clickbait. Uh, but but I'm going to tell you that because here's the thing. I know a lot of Asian dudes who love black women. A and lot? They, you know a lot of I know Asian. A lot. Get your fucking I was just in an Uber no, two weeks ago. No, you don't. And you my know Uber driver. Three, you know three motherfuckers. No. Well, that's a lot. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. A lot of men that are not black love black women so that's bullshit that's clickbait oh. that's the clickbait i agree oh. you know what i mean that's the clickbait we're like, seeing we're seeing oh, the 10 people that they right, interview right and, and they cut the it down thousand they cut, people right. that's like oh i love black women. right okay. right they 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 chose to create that narrative oh yeah they created that narrative i hear you how many so you trying to tell me holly berry wait a minute because holly berry was in monster ball and had niggas drooling White yeah, boy, everything. Halle Berry uh, is universally what? beautiful. But most black, black women she's are. Black. She's no, black. No. <laughs> so you can't say that shit. We not right? say Whoopi right, Goldberg. Right, right. God damn it! I but can he, name a bunch of white boys that nobody no, want. But then if you say fucking about, Ryan, Gosling, uh, right? Talking, Ryan Gosling. Like, no, a lot of black women about, are like, ooh, I get that white boy some. That's or like Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was killing them back in the day. Like, come on. Listen, he's talking about a movie full of dark skin black bald women 
A movie again, full of Lupita, again. Lupita is is one of the most gorgeous women in the fucking she planet is. right now. Okay, okay, so yeah, we all act so like, even like Grace you, Jones like wasn't you know beautiful, Asian but people loved Grace women. Jones. That's what we doing. Right, come on, right. people, Grace men love Grace Jones. Come on, so let's let's keep it real. Okay. Let's know when you're being duped. I, said, I made my point. You a hood wing, bro. You a hood wing. Like, I'm not about to <laughs> go back and forth about this shit. Like Grace Jones is just the epitome of beauty in this country. But she <laughs> was for black women. Like that's what people went I'm for. I'm talking like, about universal beauty. I am. You know, Grace Jones is fucking global. That's what I'm trying I'm to tell you. I'm not saying that she's not. I'm talking about a, a specific, like there are certain people that universally everyone is going to consider beautiful. Holly Grace Berry's Jones. not considered beautifully beautiful or Tyra Banks is not considered beautiful. Light skin. Uh, Light skin. Naomi, Naomi Campbell is not considered beautiful globally. Not by everybody. Nope. Yes, she is. You know, Naomi Campbell is still popping today. She is a fucking legend. I know legend. she is. I, Hello. I agree. Hello. But she's also I'm saying, pro- listen, black is beautiful, Casey. I agree. Nigga, don't. Don't let these, don't let, don't let social media brainwash you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate you. Social media is brainwash you. I'm telling you, don't let that clip. I know what that clip done to you. And, and people. It hasn't done anything <laughs> to me. <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, everyone's doing this. Like, they're like, oh, they need to make more movies like Black Panther. Like, don't get the shit twisted. No, it's they very, need more things but here's that the represent thing. us. And here's the, the thing. Life. But here's the. But here's what people aren't paying attention to. It's been black films being made. Niggas ain't just out there supporting them because they're they they're, they're just they we don't get the promotion like most films do. Disney has the money to promote films. Period. You know what I mean? They're plenty of black all black films. Twelve Years a Slave was a black film. You know what I mean? It did did really well at the Oscars. You know what I mean? So there are plenty of black films. But what what I think the thing the what's behind this I get it the superhero to it and then the budget that's what we we haven't been getting mm-hmm. don't let the get don't don't get the shit twisted like oh uh uh th- this is a historic moment for black films as if there n- never was black films being made no I don't think anybody is like, insinuating but, uh, that no black or, films exist uh, or like there's never been a black lead character or there never was a black female in a movie like no 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 no, no. there have I get it this is a historic moment it's it's Africa you know mm-hmm. like Hollywood away away Hollywood away Na 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 Plus I know I know a lot of you guys I know a lot of you guys hate Tyler Perry Although I'm a fan I don't of hate Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry. I, I love Tyler Perry I don't um, love his movies But, but Neither do I right <laughs> I think he the shit But I want to be his As far as Right As far as Black films and shit See Tyler Perry I don't know if anybody noticed that for all of his Medeas and all of his shit that he's done has been through Tyler Perry Studios. Right. Like he hasn't had a big cinematic ass studio behind him. Lionsgate has not produced any one of his fucking movies. So that's major because he's I actually think he works he was, a lot with Lionsgate specifically. Oh, does he but really? that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> sorry, I get the point that you're hey, wait, did you, hear Bre- did you hear Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's getting ready to start producing black films now? Are they? No did way. I hear that. Yeah. That's, okay, I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I like, uh, you said who? Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. And Matt, I like Matt Damon. <laughs> I like Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Whatever. But whatever, uh, continue, the point Brittany, is, we have black folk 
you know, who have made major strides in What about cinematic. the Wayans brothers? The Wayans brothers, come on. I mean, a lot of them have their own production companies, which is mm-hmm. and Master P. Which he used is to do those movies because that means it. that they've taken their own money when they felt like people wouldn't invest in them or people wouldn't promote right. their shit, and they Dave were Dash. still successful. <laughs> like Payton white, was a white chick you right now. Right chicks right now from the Wayans Brothers is still classic, c- a classic ass a classic. fucking movie. Don't be a menace to South Central. That was that's a classic. a classic. That's a classic. That's so a we've been doing black films for we've a while. We've been doing black films, but th- we one just thing, never had the Disney budget. That's the thing. Right, that's right. the thing. And and like I told Isaac on the way when um, we were in a car, I was like, one of the biggest. Um, accomplishments about Black Panther was not necessarily, you know, for me, not necessarily the budget, not necessarily the cla- the, the, uh, the, the cast. The costumes? It, no, nigga. <laughs> it was more so just adding this chapter to Marvel where right. now, every time Marvel does a movie, Black Panther has to be recognized. Like, that is, that is most important. I can't wait to see the role in Infinity War. Oh, because, my God. And, and what I loved about it was the fact that they made it so technologically advanced. Yes. That it, it was kind of a mind fuck because yes. it's like, oh, shit, they are actually the most technologically advanced yes. and they got you know access yes. to weaponry because, because that no a, one a, else does because get this it's, <laughs> it's a it's it. a it's it. a ploy for the following movies yeah. because they're gonna yeah. have to reach out to Wakanda yeah. for that fucking yeah, assistance that and I that's fucking dope. love it that's, that's what dope. I like because let that's me tell dope. you something this is a fucking franchise this is a billion dollar and, franchise ooh, ooh, alone ooh. let me pull and, it back in though Britt let me what? pull it back in because this is something that Omar said a moment ago and I wanted to tap into this right and this goes back to the point that Casey was saying so Mm -hmm. Stan Lee okay uh, and Omar has said this two words for all you non Marvel friends not Stan Lee Stan 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 Lee Lee, right (laughs) Stan Lee that was funny Casey it really was I was hoping somebody (laughs) catch that joke you know I got that I I see what you did there I see what you're doing that was good that was good that was good but when but X-Men as much as we love oh X-Men. Oh my god, I love X-Men. Uh Dr. Xavier. Yes. And uh Magneto. Yes. It, like the inspiration that Stan Lee drew yeah. was Martin Luther, Luther King, King and, um, and Malcolm, Malcolm X, X, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, was that racial appropriation? <laughs> Are you asking? It no. It I know it fucking was. <laughs> But it yeah. was done in a brilliant in fucking a brilliant way. way, and so and so to the point that Omar was making, which which which, I it, you know we we kind of whisked over it, but it was the point that I wanted to make because even when we talk about Kim Kardashian, actually, and you were making the same point too, Brittany is like, anytime we call out racial appropriation, we don't talk shit about the Sean Hannitys as much as we should. We don't talk shit about mm-hmm. Tommy Lauren as much as we should. We talk about our allies. We make our allies feel like shit yeah. for rocking with us. Yeah. For, maybe they're not on the front lines of every Black Lives Matters movement, right. but like these aren't the enemies. No. We turn the 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 people in the middle and the people on the left into our fucking enemies. Yeah. And we just ignore the people on the right. It and it's like, yo, we need to be we, we need to be encouraging them to imp- appropriate our shit more, right? right. Because yes. Does a white woman maybe make wearing cornrows and black culture more, you know, comfortable in corporate America? 
possibly but let's not pretend like white people also didn't make the civil rights movement more palpable and 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 more accessible to the world right so it's like we need to learn and we've talked about this in our past we podcast about this. we need yeah. to learn how to encourage these people well, we know, to do it more because here's here's what's uh, real ahead, here's what's ahead, real as preach, much brother. as much as we want to be recognized in the whole nine we also have to understand that the numbers don't lie and if as African Americans we only represent 13% of the population, we're going to need 12.5. We're going to need these white people to rock with us. So th- we can never run the movement on our own. We need them to appropriate us because we'll never dominate them. Mexicans may dominate them by 2050. They're not. They've been in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Trump was like Fuck that shit We gonna push that goalpost off He took we it to a new level <laughs> He said the wall Needs to be see through And he looked at Ten walls When he landed in California <laughs> Get your ass out of here He but did He said I need a see through uh, wall but that, but I that need is to see the point. these niggas Before we shoot That is the That is <laughs> That's the point That I'm making Is that like like, like we have to understand that when appropriation happens, it doesn't always happen at our at our like expense. Sometimes it actually benefits us. That's what we're talking about. Beastie Boys is 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 a big reason why Jay Z topped the Forbes list this year because he made our fucking music acceptable to white America who's been a big fucking supporter of hip hop culture. So we could be like, oh no, don't don't appropriate our shit and then you don't have it. So let's just keep it to the twelve percent of us. Let the twelve percent of us enjoy it. No, no, not a white savior. (laughs) We're talking about numbers, right? Like if I'm selling shit, if I'm selling shit, I want everybody to buy it. I need G Easy. I need an Eminem. I need a fucking Bruno Mars to make our culture acceptable so that the Tory Lane, so that the Ushers, so that the motherfucking Michael Jacksons can come up in this bitch and clean the fuck because up. Because guess what? Rappers weren't making millions until they the shit crossed over yeah. to white culture. Millions, and that's man. a fact. But, but niggas a was rapping fact, in basements. Uh, okay, hold on. Niggas was still rapping in basements. I got a that's question. A fact. That's Casey, a fact. Isaac, Omar, got a question. Don't ask me no questions. Question. Y'all ready? <laughs> Why do black men like white women? Mm. To get their credit to go up? <laughs> <laughs> no real shit. Why do black men like white I women? Think, I think. I think. Well, okay. Real black. Obviously, men this is a like joke. You, women. This is not a joke. Ready. I have a real ass. No, no, no. Point to make I, no, with this. I think. I think. I think. Real black men love all women. Okay. And, why do and black men not. like white women? So why does Kanye marry a Kim? See, why does but you're, Kanye is why does, No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just I'm just speaking you can't generally. Use him as, okay, no, no, no. as the standard bearer um, for black men. Okay. Because he just, ain't in Baku. Okay. And Baku ain't out here. Right? He's still a black man so, at heart. I don't care how crazy but, he but didn't I win. can ask you another but, I can ask you a question in reverse as well. No, no. I just want you to answer that. I, well, I just okay. I have can a you, point to can make. Can you make your point without? You got to make your point, it? right? Because I think there's a ton of different reasons. <sighs> I think because not, black no, no, men no, no, like to I don't want to dilute your right. point. What, what if you it's just say, like asking a white why white men like Asian, Asian women, women right. but okay. not all white men like Asian women. Okay, right. you know what I mean. Like, okay, fine. Okay, I'm gonna just say what I have to say. The fuck you trying to? I know somebody's gonna somebody's gonna say something about this shit, but really, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I said I don't give a fuck. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> have a shot. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> have a shot. <laughs> right. Um, okay. 
So when it comes down to like, um, Casey, you were talking and I just kind of let y'all like beef it out. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's hard to talk over um, Isaac because <laughs> Isaac just starts screaming and shit. And I oh, really? Get That's in. what I do? So um, <laughs> when I when I see white women appropriate our culture when they get work done on their bodies, whether it's like making their lips bigger, fuller, making their um, noses look a certain type of way or you know, getting like Botox and making their cheekbones high or whatever the fuck they do and getting all these ass shots and all this and that, you know, um, for me, the moment I see that, I almost think that the first thing that comes to mind is like, oh, wow, she's trying to look black because that's the only culture in history where women are naturally born with those curves, you know, that's no secret across the board. I don't give a fuck when you were born or what time of day you whatever they're talking shit um, or whatnot. But I feel like, you know, um, for a lot of women who are like mates to like men of, of any kind of color, especially like, I mean, Kim Kardashian really stands out to me. And I feel like everything that she's doing is kind of something to... For like her mate, you know what I'm saying? Like Kanye may be crazy, but in my mind, I feel like he's still like a guy. He's still him. He's still himself. She, you know what I'm saying? So she's been doing all this. Well, I think, I think well, no, 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 not I as do extreme. Want, I, Brittany, I want Brittany to finish her thought. Though. Not to the extreme. She's always gotten work done. She's always gotten work done. But like after that first baby, like that first new picture she dropped, like her ass was like much bigger and like shit was much more like like accentuated like the well, paper maybe photo naturally she because she had a child but she I thought she Brittany needed to finish her point I, no <laughs> I <laughs> can you children let the adults finish this conversation see 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 how it feels oh I love you Casey uh, now that I have the floor back oh, stop um, <laughs> Okay, Brittany, you got what I was saying. My point, thought. my point that I was saying was that for a lot of women who um, are not black and who we feel may appropriate our culture by trying to look like us, whether it be by hair or by body type, you know, I feel like they're doing it to appeal to our culture, like not necessarily to themselves, because you know, when it comes down to what certain men like, traditionally white men don't like big asses like that. White men don't like. No, you're what you're doing is what we get mad at white people for doing to us. So you have to be careful. I mean, no, I don't. When when we go to white people and say, (laughs) "Oh, "Oh, you're generalizing us," or you know, so you're doing the same thing. And that's why I just. So here's the thing. That's why I live with some people may not like what I have to say. So the thing is, but that's my generalization. It almost be like you. you, It's almost like you saying every black woman is curvy. Right. They have big ass and big what tits. I said, what I said was specifically, traditionally, most black women are curvy. And you don't think there are white women that are curvy? Is that what you're saying? I don't think, like, naturally. Wait, 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 wait. You have to be careful when you say that because you're generalizing again. Because there are curvy white women. And, and there I'm are certain away. people, just like there are Puerto Rican women, there are Mexican women okay. that are curvy. Like, women in every, you know, different kind of race right you know group right are curvy right but what i'm so, talking is more so, majority than anything so what i'm saying if if you want to you know cr- create your argument or, or or 
uh, cut your argument into a way that you can push it out there and say, hey, why is it Kim Kardashian the shit? Right? Like, why is she considered the shit? But she's not considered the shit just because she's not appealing to 12.5% of the population, right? She's appealing to America. Did you know the average audience, the age, they have the largest age demographic on TV from age six years old to 70 years old? Oh. The Kardashians, like the people who watch their show. That's so it's not just up. black people, you know what I mean? Like or or just like a couple white girls, <laughs> a bunch or of teenagers, yeah. a bunch of black <laughs> rerunning a show. Or it's not even it's not even middle aged white people. Right. It's yeah. little girls and it's old ass white people right. that are beyond that shit, loving the shit. So when you frame your conversation, you you have to ask a, a realist's question. Now here's the thing. I'll get back to your original question where, as to why black men like Kim Kardashian. No, no. She said white women. And I want that. No, no, no. I no, no. I, because no. that's too general. That that's too general. That's like. No, I mean. Why? The thing is, why does anyone like anyone? Because right. it comes. No, you know I, I mean? understand that. Now, now, now if you now, ask wait, me why is this skinny wait. black guy dating this Hold white up. fat girl. Hold on. I can give you the answer to that. I can give you the answer to that. Give me that one. I can give you the answer to that. But if I see a good looking black guy and a good looking white girl, I can't give you the answer behind that. But wait. But wait, let me say something. It. Hold on. First off, let me just... just they love each other. Fuck okay. if I know. <laughs> let me clarify. Possibly. Let me clarify. I do... There's nothing wrong with that. And I do believe that. What I'm saying is, for a lot of arguments, I see these arguments evolve into other arguments. It's almost like, okay, so you guys are appropriating our culture. Oh, my God. And then here we go. So you're appealing to, like our men that shit always goes back to that when you it's say our men do you have like a collection of these niggas like <laughs> that you keep you got on an excel sheet where <laughs> you like these are <laughs> our men wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. but 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 to the point that like when you initially said that like in terms of the initial framing of the argument of why do black men like white women and then the 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 angle that you took was because these white women are emulating black women. Mm-hmm. If if you had to ask that exact same question back in the eighties or the nineties, mm-hmm. white women love flat asses. They mm-hmm. love being extra skinny, and there was mm-hmm. always a bunch of niggas yeah. that wanted that model esque like type okay. of woman that looked like a fucking figure. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that looked like a stick figure. So mm-hmm. it's like those type of dudes, they weren't interested in that white woman because she was emulating African-American right. women. You know what I'm saying? Right. They were interested in her because they probably thought that she represented success or she was emblematic of something else. Or maybe they did grow up in an environment where that was all they saw. And so that's what they're attracted to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now to even take it once again, snatch it back to the early conversation in terms of why appropriation isn't always as bad as we think it is, is that white women finally stopped denying Mm -hmm the awesomeness of black women and so now we are in a space where they went from saying because see there was once a point where they said we can't get asses like them so we're gonna make this skinny shit sexy Right. right but then 
technology increased and they was like oh shit we can have asses and and lips and all of this shit too and then they started immediately exactly (laughs) (laughs) and then they started emulating because remember for a while titties was the the thing thing. because they was able to get fake titties titties went out of they didn't figure out ass yet right it took some it took some time Time. the doctors was like you know what i'm gonna bring i got i got you gonna bring it back okay that's good casey your titties are getting bigger Listen, I know they are. That's all I'm bringing back. And you know what? I wait. I told her. Wait. I told her. We 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 Facetime. We Facetime the other day, and I was like, "Oh, bitch, you gaining weight." Now, most times, women be like, "Bitch, I ain't gaining weight." But if anybody know Casey, Casey, she's like, "What? You think so? You think so?" No, Casey is a tiny little thing and always been mad tiny. You know, make you feel Man, real, real, real fat as fuck, okay, when you sit next to Casey. But we FaceTimed another day, and I was like, oh, my God, bitch, you getting bigger? And she was like, no, I'm not. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> no, that's a good thing you look great. Like, look at your face. And I'm like, oh, my God, your boobs. Where the, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, you're not pregnant, bitch, are you? Are you pregnant? Pregnant. Like, am I about to be an auntie? auntie you better call bitch? Tyrone. Hey, did you guys address that shit, or do I need to wait, fucking address Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait I wasn't you finished. You don't need to address talking shit. about Casey's titties right now. Yeah, we talking about Casey's titties. But I don't but think that's appropriate the for the podcast. <laughs> but, but to the, to the well, point that I was great, making. I'm actually. a goddamn Christian. To the point of that shit. And your kids listen to this goddamn shit. And my kids. But Casey's titties look great. To the point. Hey. To the point. To the point. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. To the point that I was making Shit. though, uh, which is that, which is that, like that? With, down. as as it relates, as it relates, I'm all jacked to, up on Mountain Dew. Goddamn, <laughs> as oh Red Bull, as Jack. it relates, you like a spider monkey. As it as it relates, Jack I love Daniels. that movie. As it relates to. You know, and once again, I'm not here to make the argument for appropriation. It I'm here to say, like but, but but but. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm tell no, you no, no. to argue about his facial features. The only reason I say that, the only reason I say that is because No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why, Casey. He literally just because made a whole thing like they need to appropriate our shit more. <laughs> like, I did. No, and I and I did. And I'm who tell said you why. that? I did. Nigga, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because, and, and I'm trying to think. Of I what, will cut I'm trying to think of what this conversation was that I had with someone, but... um. You know, it's all about words, right? Like, like some people will frame it as appropriation because that's the that's the lens that they see it as, and someone else will uh, frame it as inspiration, right? And they were inspired to do this, right? Now, neither is wrong, neither is right. It just all depends on how you see it. There are times, like, and look, I'll say this, and this isn't to make Britney the bad guy. I don't feel the bad guy. No, 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 uh, uh, I'm about to take this somewhere else. Oh, what you been saying? And Casey ain't even ready for this. I saw Casey. That's you are hilarious. I saw Casey engage in a a post about a day or two ago, where um a close friend of ours, uh all of ours that that is a uh avid follower of tequila tales had had made a post on facebook where she said have you ever has ever has anyone ever given you a compliment that didn't feel like a compliment when you heard it and you kind of didn't know how to take it and so casey's point was about how people will make comments on her weight 
Do you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, the fact that she's so slim and she's so Often. skinny and like, things of this just, nature. You know what I'm saying? Occurrence. And that and that when she hears it, it, generally people don't always mean it as being insulting, but like especially in the African American community, like, you know, sometimes niggas like thick and they like this or that. Girl, you so skinny, you know, so like in the white community, being skinny sometimes is like considered a uh is considered a a good thing, but turn that shit in off. the <laughs> I'm sorry, what I got calls it? coming in. Oh, but in the in the no, it's my mama. <laughs> but anyway, um, but in the black community, saying someone is skinny is in many cases considered like an insult, right? And so, like, and so, and so, and so, no, no. But That's I'm just saying, no, true. no, That's no, no. It's very true. true. Cause look, if if I if I was able to cue my mama in, she will let you know. That m- many of her cousins were more full figure women. My mother's always been slimmer. And she but where I grew, up, grew up, skinny was a good thing. If you were fat, mm-hmm. you big thing. And then Tupac no, 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 where the skinny no, niggas died. There's so, a difference fat, between But we're talking about skinny and, and skinny. thick. Yeah. But I'm saying where yeah, Tupac came thick. from, niggas who were skinny died. So, 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 to to the point that Brittany just said, like, like Brittany, when she was talking about Casey, she's like, oh, girl, no, you know, and, and as she was saying about, like, yeah, you know, normally Casey's skinny and this, that, and third, but man, you gaining weight, right? Like, so Casey, because she knows her relationship with Brittany, didn't take any ill will from that. But I'm just saying, like, when you, when you talk about language, language can be perceived from two different people, two totally different ways. If Casey has a a stigma or she feels insecure about her weight, then when Brittany says, girl, you gaining weight, she means it. But she's saying you look good. But if Casey is seeing that as an insult, then, then it means two different things. So I'm saying... It, we have to be careful about language because one person may perceive something as appropriation. Another person, because Sting was on um, uh, uh, Breakfast Club and Charlemagne the God asked Sting about that reggae album that he came out with and was like, okay, yeah, so now, you know, you were doing reggae and this, then the third. And like Sting was like, yo, I never considered it appropriation at the time. Uh Bob Marley came out with one of the most amazing albums that literally changed my life. You know what I'm saying? He came to the UK and he did this and he is he is one of the he is probably the greatest artist or musician that I've ever heard and it and and that's I wanted to pay homage to him. I wanted to honor him. So he came out with an entire album that sounded like as reggae he should. as he should as he should and that was back during the period where black people was like oh sting is appropriating we heard sting doing so what reggae was, so what was, was lenny like, kravitz doing awesome. what was lenny kravitz doing Ex- exactly was was lenny kravitz appropriating rock culture he was he you uh, know what i'm saying create, no he was we fucking created music. rock and roll what, what, or what making, is denzel doing he's but acting not, but not why is but he acting way <laughs> But not that way. Like Why when we did rock and roll, culture, it was a different way. When Lenny, Kravitz, <laughs> when Lenny Kravitz does it, it was more along the vein of certain artists that were popular during that period. So you you know you got whoever he considered. I read to be, y'all the definition you know, appropriation as 
it's it's about minority see, cultures, not no, 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 no. But but see, but fuck that though, because who created that that definition? You feel okay, what I'm saying? Okay, then we like, can like argue about skewed, every definition in the skewed, fucking dictionary if you want to do that. But but that's what I'm getting at though is that is that it's skewed because it's talking about it's almost like when people say black people can't be racism. I mean, they can't they can't be racist because racism is race plus power. Like all we're trying to do is absolve ourselves of being guilty for doing the same fucked up shit that white people do we're all fucking dirty all of our hands are dirty because black people sold black people into fucking slavery yes, so let's not act slaves. like let's I not act on like podcast. we created slave like white people I created slavery we had slaves in fucking africa too so that's what i'm getting at it depends on who is defining and we appropriate thing. black culture too we do and we appropriate white culture we're americans right. now if you're if you're in america Yes, you're an African-American, but you're a fucking American. Because we not like them niggas in Africa. I love them niggas, but we not like them. If we went back, they don't fucking like us. We they are more American us. than we are African. They sold us. And we need to accept that shit. So we need to get this fucking chip off our shoulder when it comes and to... And we need to just keep recreating The value that we, we add... Keep- we need to, to keep society. changing the culture. We, we just need to keep, keep changing. We need to be the fashion house. As we house. have been. We need to be as the fashion house and act as if. We and not only do we house. need to be the fashion house, oh, we need to start acting like the organization that can make money from it. We need to own it. We need to start owning it. Let's stop creating it and letting them benefit off it. Because right. you, you know what? And I'll say this, and then I'm going to let this shit go. When we created hip-hop, BET had a moment to step behind hip hop and capitalize on it and be the fucking biggest powerhouse right now. But you know what they did? They dissed that shit, kept playing smooth jams, and they let MTV, they let MTV run with hip hop. And MTV became the powerhouse of hip hop because BET decided not to support it. We had an opportunity to support our own shit, but we was busy. Oh no, we're gonna do jazz, we're gonna do R and B, we gonna do, you know, these other things. No, I'll fuck tell you, hip-hop. I'll tell you the, MTV I'll tell you the problem saw with that it made people. money and they ran with it. I'll we tell you the problem start with making black money people. on our own shit. I'll tell you the problem with black people. And 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 this is something that's been known for a while. Like we've been taught to be so divided. We stay divided. And the only time we rally around shit is when, is when it's negative. We don't rally True. on positive shit. You know what I mean? If we rallied around positive shit, we'd be unstoppable. Like, we will be the fast house. And that's why we're not the fast house. So think about it. When we rallied around, like, uh, Dapper Dan. I love this example. I love this example from the conversation we had earlier about appropriation and everything. Because we rallied around Dapper Dan. The funny story about Dapper Dan is this motherfucker has been imitating like uh, Louis Vuitton, Gucci designs since the beginning of time, right? And he would make all these different designs or whatever. He's been doing this back in the days for rappers and drug dealers, whatever. And I think he did a design. I think it was like Louis Vuitton or someone or Gucci or someone. I don't want anyone to come after me after this, but I don't remember who it was. But they did his exact design from like the 80s. And then they were like, mm. oh, you're appropriating the culture. Everyone comes after, you know, the design label. And, and they're then like, they he decide- was imitating us. We imitated the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it was amazing, right? So then, like, Twitter went crazy, and they ended up giving him a deal mm. as a designer for the fashion house. Dope. And see, that's the type of shit. I'm like, 
I, I mentioned this earlier. Like, if you're going to come after someone, ask for something. It's almost like a hostage situation. You don't just go into take a room hostages. and take people hostage. They don't know what and the then fuck just you say, want. I'm tired of y'all <laughs> fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to want to know your list of what demands. Do you want? Right? Right. Like, right. But you're just like, no, I'm tired of you appropriating my culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, everyone's hostage now. Everyone's hostage now. <laughs> what are your demands? I don't have any demands. <laughs> Stop appropriating the culture. <laughs> It's like, well, what do you want, sir? I want you to stop appropriating the culture. And Bruno Mars like, do you want me to stop singing? Uh, no, no I like love it. that song. Uptown <laughs> <laughs> Funk is a classic. We just okay. want more. We just we just want more credit. We just want well, more credit. Well, Bruno Mars like, uh, uh, well, 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 uh, okay, you love that song, but but what is it you want me to do? Well, we want you to. We want you oh to We want you to Just stop appropriating Our culture And Bruno Mars says But I gave A lot of props To black musicians What is it you want me to do? We don't know <laughs> Wait a minute H&M just posted A monkey on a t-shirt With a black boy in it I'll call you back Bruno <laughs> <laughs> We gotta start. <laughs> if we're gonna hold somebody hostage, we need to ask for something. Man, we need some Because H&M closed down demand. those stores and black people are losing their jobs. Man, Good job, black people. Just FYI. But not. wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh Casey, God. they blowing up black people in Austin. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this. I did. They're not appropriating really them. They're just blowing them up now. <laughs> they oh are. Fucking terrifying. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. They no, like man, I, uh, fuck only, a t-shirt. The only problem with the the H and M stores closing is that they intended to close those stores and they opened up a shit ton more. So it wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's like, "Yay, the boycott worked!" And it's like, no, bait and switch. Bait <laughs> like and that switch. was the plan. well. That's what I'm saying. They switched it up and now they're just blowing the black people up. Right, hey, direct mail. Clearly, hey, Amazon package. <laughs> Casey, yeah. I got oh, a, I got a, I got a funny question for you. Please don't ask. Why me. do black men? Fuck Puerto Rican girls. Oh my <laughs> nope. Casey, yeah. I'm not gonna answer that. Uh, Casey, do we have a topic? Oh, uh, we did, but wait honestly, a minute, we didn't just have the podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is oh fuck y'all, fuck y'all, fuck y'all, dog. Like <laughs> we, we ain't on that shit. We, yeah, we gonna have to, we gonna have to separate. We gonna have to do it another day. No, no, I um, know we are. I just thought that was funny because we don't. This ain't no introduction. This is gonna be us talking. It's us because talking all shit. I want to know is is. Do you want to slap Rihanna or punch? <laughs> oh shit! That's all I'm trying to figure out. Which which one do you want to do? I'm uh, like, trying you know, because you got two choices. If I should buy, you got a choice. Snapchat stock because it's low as fuck right now. Like that's what I'm <laughs> well, trying to well, decide. Well, I mean, I, I don't know how low it is. It's I mean, low it's, as shit. it's reducing, but it ain't it ain't it ain't plummeted, bro. Uh, I'm sorry. It, do you read the news or what planet man, are you fake living news. on? Fake, fake news. That shit news. went from like eighteen to like seventeen. It dropped like eight hundred million of, after Rihanna responded. Eight hundred million, but you got to think about how much they were fucking worth. Like My if nigga. you actually look at but the they ticker, lost a it went from off, it went, uh, Kylie. It yes. went from it went from because I looked at the ticker. It went from like eighteen something to like seventeen or sixteen something. So it's Listen. like they haven't bottomed out. Is what I'm. I'm not saying they like bottomed out. I'm saying billion. they. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm saying. But when you say buy stock, you're 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 only purchasing it a dollar less than it was yesterday. Is what I'm getting at. Like right, so, let me go into my e trade shit into. You said what? Let me go into my e trade and check this shit real quick. <laughs> right, and that's what I'm getting at. Like it ain't like the shit went from twenty dollars to now it's fifty cent. Like they're not at right, that space. Right. They saw it drop. When it do these that, young you ass kids. And okay, you don't. so these so young first kids off, is still snapping did, dick pics. Did you guys see? Did you guys see the video of um, Chris Brown and Lil Dicky? I think his name is. Yes, yes. I loved it. That was so it. good. Appropriation. It was. It was, it was cute. It I thought, was it was, really I, I thought good. they appropriated that. <laughs> I, I, oh, it was definitely some culture appropriation. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. total cultural appropriation. The culture Chris Brown. Chris needs Brown, to be ashamed of himself. Um, is extremely talented. I enjoy. Yeah, he's but incredibly he beat up that talented. Girl, that, he did. Well, that's the yes, thing. Like, like Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> and Ky- and Kenner, uh, Kendall Jenner are getting backlash for fucking with him um, and being a part of that. And it's like, are y'all still like? They're like, not getting backlash from me because, because let me tell you something. When the stupid. person who was abused forgives you, why am I mad? Look, I'm gonna tell you why they coming after Chris Brown. It's because he's been really outspoken about the Black Lives Matter and all that other shit. That's not why. The only reason why people giving him shit. I, I guarantee you that's why. I think it's because he's been open Because guess what? If America can forgive all these fucking white filmmakers for molesting and, and raping young girls and moving to other countries. Damn. You that were fucking grown adults. You're oh telling me you're not forgiving an 18-year-old boy for making a mistake. And he's a grown man now, and he's totally turned his life around. You can't forgive well, him, and he still say, lives in the States. You know who some I forgive? He didn't leave. You know who I forgive? Hello. OJ. I mean, you know. He what, just, for the murders? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know he was murdering them. They just what? murdered themselves. They fell on the knife. No, he said it was Charlie. He said it was Charlie. <laughs> he that. said it was his son. He said Charlie did that shit. He I'm said Charlie just, had the knife. I'm just And everybody said, who the fuck is Charlie? That is still a You just made up a nigga. Like, you you know made when, up a nigga on the spot. We yeah, so all, we I told all Charlie. <laughs> everybody Charlie knew. had me the knife. Everybody knew this hey, nigga did it. Why are we uh, interviewing? Hey, I I don't know if y'all watched the OJ thing, <laughs> but let me tell you this shit. This is shit he said, hypothetically speaking, and he's laughing through the whole interview. OJ says, no one can tell you what happened on the night of the murder better than I can. <laughs> and he laughs. Yeah. Bro. I said, nigga, you just told on yourself. Devil he laughs like, <laughs> he can't be tried for that shit again. <laughs> yeah, he can't be tried for No, that. I know. He did the shit. And then he goes, Charlie hands me the knife. And everybody's like, who the fuck is Charlie? Sam. <laughs> and this one I knew, like, okay, I, t- I told this to Isaac, but I told this to other people as well. I was like, listen, OJ had so many fucking concussions. <laughs> that nigga didn't know which way was Sunday. Like, if you watch this interview, he's not even cringing. No. She asked him some questions. He asked, he answered shit. Like, we're hypothetically speaking, right? <laughs> and, and he just starts laughing. Like, this isn't funny. Tell, like, why are you laughing? And you could right. tell when he was lying because he was fudging a lot of the details. And you could tell when he was doing it. You're like, dude, you are fucking lying. Like, her friend was sitting there like, yo, no. No, this is what OJ said. You would love this part when they said, uh, yeah, there was, she said, she said, Let, uh, they, there was a, uh, she mentioned you stalking her. He goes, stalking? <laughs> if you saying 
me showing up to the same restaurant she was at with 19 people sucking. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> yeah. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. He goes, uh, if you just saying that's stalking, well, uh, I don't know. We're at a party. But uh, she, uh, she had a little bit too much to drink. She goes home. I go to the house just to make sure she okay. <laughs> I'm knocking on the door. No, he says, I see some shadows moving uh, in the curtains. And uh, I, I, she was there with someone. So I, I I don't knock on the door, but I just do a, a, a like a like a knock, like a hard knock. And just to make sure she okay. And I'm looking like, nigga, that's stalking. You mean oh, you... No. You, you saw her at the party me. and you, you followed just gave her home. Me the stereotype. So hold on with this shit, right? So my dad and my crazy. mom, I remember when this shit was going on. They were avid watchers of the fucking court shit, right? So when it was on, my dad was like, you know, OJ, this whole scenario, there was a um a idea that the Colombians killed them too. Because mm. everybody kept talking about how, the internet. how dude, um, <laughs> right, how dude was a black belt, and how even though OJ was this big dude, there was no way he could have fought dude off. Because when the police came and found the bodies, they could tell that it was a struggle with dude, right? Like he fought somebody, and OJ didn't have like marks and shit on him that he was in some type of altercation. Yes, he did. So. Hold on. So my dad was like, um, Stedman, shut up. My dad was like, you know, there was this thing going around talking about how the Columbia's killed Nicole and do because, you know, at one point she had called OJ back like, you know, hey, you know, I want to try to work it out. You know, I'm sorry how things happened or whatever. And she supposedly had asked OJ for all this money or whatever to pay off her drug debt because her and her friend were into like drugs heavy. The day before Nicole got murdered, her friend, the bitch that was on the TV uh, shit, the, the Asian bitch, went and checked herself into rehab. Okay, and Nicole was like, nah, I ain't going to rehab. I'm staying out. And so OJ felt like the Columbians wasn't going to do shit. Like it was just a ploy just to get his money. And he wasn't going to give Nicole no more money. Like he wasn't going to give a shit. And they came and killed her, which is why he won't say shit. Why everything he says sounds so fucked up because he's trying to prevent from saying like, you know, oh, like, it was the Colombians. It was the fucking Colombians coming the from. The Colombians would figure out a way. Yeah, and they're not in California like that. But but I'm just you could probably go in the mirror and say Candyman three times too, okay. and then the nigga pop out. <laughs> heard you looking okay. for Candyman, bitch. I'm just telling you. It's five times. I'm just telling you. Five times or three? I think it's five. somebody from that era when that shit was going on. Like what they up. was thinking about. I said about. his name like twelve. I went in the mirror and said it a hundred times. He ain't come out. Candyman is not real, nigga. How do you know? You been in. And neither is the boogeyman, but that's I bet what you, you won't say it in the mirror. About. I bet you won't say the shit in you the mirror. You know why? Because I don't play with Jesus, okay? <laughs> I don't do What it. Jesus got to do with Candyman? Jesus got I bet you won't say Candyman candy man in the mirror five times. I bet I you say. I won't either. Or Bloody Mary. You won't I say ain't Bloody Mary none either. Of that shit. Oh, no, she'll say Bloody Mary. She won't say Candyman, okay? You know, what, man this, come to you the know hood. what this conversation <laughs> feels like? What does it feel like, This conversation feels like when back when you had a house phone and you was talking to your friend. 
and party all of line. Party, yeah. oh, no, 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 it doesn't. No, 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 no. That's not at all what I was about to say. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to, I was about to totally hijack your yes. thought. You like know party how, line. No. Go ahead, Casey. What you were gonna say? You know how you be on a house phone and somehow the wires got crossed mm. and you could hear other people's yes. conversation. Oh, yes. I forgot all about that. And you would, and you would low key just sit and listen to the whole shit. Like it would be a really oh, intense conversation. Like I feel like I'm just sitting here listening to y'all, just going back and forth because y'all friends and shit. And I'm just like, this is interesting. Nigga, right. You one of my friends good. too. God is right. good. No, you know I just you just you just over there trying to motherfucking hate against the shit that we saying, right? No. You know what I mean? Like you out here on some woke shit. You're wokeish out there. Well, let me ask you a question, guys. You Are we over the woke shit? Now that you mentioned Ooh. it, what do you mean? Are we over the woke shit? I'm woke. I kind of feel day, like we ish. are. In order for me to survive, I have to be woke. No, <laughs> I no, you stay because I feel like it was a fad. It was. No. And now it's over. I mean, and we called it conscious, but like, like, well, well, well the, the fact is, that white people are using think, it now okay, is weird. I'm going to tell you, so. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what woke was. Woke was like when niggas used to wear them African medallions back when we was <laughs> in high school. You know what I mean? Like, I niggas didn't one, know nothing about African culture. No, I had one in like in the third, second, third grade. But regardless of Because I was woke before a, it was woke, before it was a thing. <laughs> like, I was already there. <laughs> they appropriated your culture, which is. They appropriated my. Uh, the, you seen the, the picture, point, nigga. Look, look, I'm going to show them the picture. Oh Go ahead, keep God. talking. Oh, my God. Keep talking. Look. I'm going to use this as the, uh, cover, as, cover. the, as the cover photo for this podcast, which, by the way, I'm either going to call this podcast Appropriation or I'm going to call it The Podcast That Never Got Started. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh, we, it was started. Uh, nigga, it was, but it wasn't. Right. <laughs> the, nigga, no, we went we, off the rails from the jump. Yeah. And it is absolutely hilarious. We appropriated our own cultures. We was. did. Oh, we shit. we appropriated the podcast. Isaac, do culture. you want to apologize look, 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 look. to the people Boom. for how long it's taken for another episode of the <laughs> right, because apparently. Oh um, yeah, we're totally. Matter of fact, yo, send me this. Send me this picture. I ain't saying shit. See, I should have sent myself. How you gonna show yo, him? It's actually, show me. Yo, show him. It's actually, it's actually a really cute photo. Look at, look, look at cute this picture. Shit. Of who? Oh my god, he looked like a little badass. Little oh, fucker. he was totally a badass. I was a good kid. Is that a fucking? Um, he yeah, like that's what we talking about. Appropriating the show. culture. He like type of nigga sleep with his babysitter and shit. <laughs> I had the African medallion. <laughs> I had the African medallion on me, just letting y'all know I was representing oh, as a kid. Like, bitch, you know what it is. I'm going into schools like, yeah, white but, teacher. This is a, this is black culture. But, oh, but, boy. but to the point that you were saying, uh, I don't know if it was Brittany or Casey. Um, yes, I do feel like the woke thing, just like because it, it's a couple of things that I think we've got kind of gotten into a space where we feel like it is. Um, the fuck? It has gotten. Very, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like, it's become very easy to uh, make people feel like you're a part of this movement, but it, it's it's always been bullshit because people that have been conscious or people that have been aware, and that's probably the best word to use. If you've been aware for a moment, you're not duped. But then, social media as a whole, as an organism, has led to fake news 
like before Donald Trump called it fake news, I knew what fake news was because I would see people posting articles that would go viral and all it would take is 10 minutes of research to realize that the website that originated this article was totally bullshit. It was totally bullshit. And I'm not even talking about like you got to dig through it. If you go to the front page, they're talking about UFO sightings. They're talking about like all kinds of crazy shit where you're like, oh, this is bullshit. However, somehow you want me to believe that Eminem said nigga and is a racist X, Y, and Z. And he says something bogus about Jay-Z. Everybody else reshared it and shared their thoughts on it. Oh, that's fucked up. And I was like, oh, man, that that sounds very unlike Eminem. I would click on the article literally within 30 to 60 seconds. I was like, oh, this is a bullshit site. How does that have 60,000 shares? It has 60,000 shares because we no one else headline. cared enough. We only read right. headlines. No, but, but, and, and even be, but you know what, though, Casey? Like... That's an easy way to say it because it's still giving people wisdom and intelligence to say that they actually read, right? Like, I'm going to take it a step further. I'm saying that no one cares about the truth. Like, like mm-hmm. that's the space that we're at. No one cares about the origination. And, and once again, to bring this entire conversation back to something that's core, that's kind of what we're talking about, is like people are formulating opinions and they are making assertions and they are making decisions that are not based on any facts. You know, mm. anything that's factual, anything that's real, anything that's significant. And it's like, man, that shit is dangerous as hell. That's dangerous as hell when you think about that from a societal perspective. Because there used to be a point where we cared about what's real and what wasn't. We cared about the truth and what wasn't truth. We cared about conjecture we don't care about mm-hmm. that shit no more and that man that that like like i get it i understand clickbait but i still feel like it's incredibly dangerous right. it's incredibly dangerous and as much shit as we want to talk about trump and i've i've drawn correlations to things that exist inside of the black community that mimic a trump supporter mm-hmm. right we 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 want to castigate a Trump supporter. We want to talk shit about Trump supporters and Trump himself. But we got a lot of shit that exists inside our community that follows the exact same path where like you what? just accepted some shit that Dr. Umar said. And you didn't even give a fuck whether or not this nigga had a degree, whether or not it, it, it just it sounded good. It sounded good, and it and it you know, and I remember this. I remember this shit back in high school. We used to meet up. <laughs> part of this hip hop shit. We used to meet up at the Harold Washington Library. Me and a bunch of hip hop niggas. They used to call themselves Hebrew Israelites. <laughs> now, these niggas may still exist. If a nigga's listening to this podcast, they may get upset if they are a Hebrew Israelite. Maybe the shit's real. Maybe it's not. But I remember niggas used to show up with these scrolls. Right. And it felt very much like some Dr. Umar shits. It it felt good and it felt like it was feeding into a narrative that I wanted to believe. But it didn't have any real historical backing. It was just a nigga that cared enough about his thoughts to write them down, to bind them in a notebook. And immediately we accepted it as truth. 
No one. While having these meetings at the Harold Washington Library, nobody said, let me go to the um, microfiche or the periodic, you know, or or what we used to call them, periodicals. Nobody was like, let me cross-check this shit to see if it actually exists. No, a nigga came out with some shit in a pamphlet. They were words on a page, and we was like, oh, that's the truth. Yeah. And we were all formulating our opinions and our life decisions based off of some words on a page that may or may not probably wasn't 100% false. But they were words on a page and it made sense to us. And that is what life is in 2018. Life in 2018. This was the point I was going to make a moment ago uh, and I lost it. OJ is america oj is the embodiment of america when you think about it like Hold the fuck on bro i gotta i gotta jump in there wait a minute you better clear this, this shit up real quick oj because nobody is, gives a shit about oj oj is the embodiment of america he's a person that was excellent at what he did no, no, no. No, listen. Now no, drunk, let me bro. finish. Let me finish. Because this drunk Cause history I'm using, now. And I'm, gonna get, I'm using I'm gonna get an analogy. There. I'm using it. Let metaphor. me get in there. I'm going to let you get in here, but let me finish it before you attack it. All right. OJ, as a, as a football player, was fantastic. Then he has this attention. Then he feels himself, does a heinous act, and manipulates the system and gets the fuck off. And while he should just lay the fuck low and not say a goddamn thing, he feels so entitled by the fact that he's become a part of pop culture that instead of laying low, he's like, yo, I want to revel in the celebrity and I'm going to even dig in even further. And we all are sitting here talking about how we know the nigga killed the bitch, but it's, it's, it's comical now and it's not supposed to be comical. We have a comedian in chief. We have a nigga that was not supposed to be our fucking president. He was a joke. He was supposed to be farce. Somehow he's elevated himself to the highest position in the land. And now, even though he was farce, we're taking him serious. All right, let me let me let me stop you right there, brother. Tell me and, and tell so me how he's different than Donald Trump. Uh, and, and, and America ways. And I'm going to tell America. you why First of all Black people weren't rallying around OJ They were rallying around OJ Because he beat the case Because he beat the case But exactly. Niggas didn't Niggas was never fucking with OJ We, we, we never Niggas were. never fucked with OJ we They fucked were. The thing is The people that the were rallying The same way niggas was never really fucking the, with the, America That's the what people I'm saying that were the rallying, embodiment of America The people that were rallying around OJ Were the same people rallying around Charles Manson uh, they just obsess okay. with killers and people that kill people. You know what I mean? That this is a different group of people. Well, not necessarily killers. No one but was like fucking with that. No, beat no, no. The system because they realize let the me tell you something. Full of shit. OJ, like niggas wasn't fucking with OJ. Everyone knows that. Even when he was the juice, nigga, the juice wasn't fucking with niggas. No, he wasn't. Everyone knew that. He like, wasn't. and that's why niggas didn't fuck with the juice. Mm. But white people loved OJ, and that's why he had to come out with a, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Like, because he knew niggas weren't fucking with him either. He drew a line in the sand. And so did we. 
But how does this differ from what America is? That's what I'm saying. He's the embodiment of America. I'm going to tell you something. Especially from the I'm going to tell you experience. something about America. Here's the thing that people don't think when they think about America. And this this is something I had to learn. Like, as an adult, I can say this. So if there's anyone that's in their 20s, I'm going to give you the best advice right now about America. America Black does fat. not America Black does fat. not love you. <laughs> and neither do the people in America. Everyone's mm. full of shit. Everyone lies. Everyone uses America in a different way. Like we we're patriotic. It's like, bitch, no you're not. Mm. Like you're patriotic when it fits your need. You know what I mean? Like the only, you know, in terms of the media and, and different situations, you're only patriotic if you're a certain skin tone. You know what I mean? But if you're not that skin tone, you it's impossible for you to be patriotic. And you're like, well, what do you mean? Be like, well, you're not white. How can you be patriotic? This is why you sit during the national anthem. And I sit too. But if I see you sitting, <laughs> I <saying>. stand up <laughs> to show that we're different. <laughs> right, right. It's because everyone is full of shit. Yeah, they And that's what shit. I mean. Like, you have to shut out the noise and focus Yo, on your own shit. This is what I'm saying. Because so you're if you telling get me that OJ is not full of shit, that's what I'm saying. He no, is the OJ is a murderer. <laughs> and America's not a murderer? Facts, I'm telling you. Facts. I'm telling you. But, but anything you say about OG, I will draw correlation to what the I fuck don't America want, is. I don't want to humanize OJ. I don't want to humanize OJ. No, no. I'm not that's trying why. to humanize OJ. I'm trying to I say you're not. that the same shit that makes him significant is the same shit that but makes him But I don't want to celebrate thrive. a murderer. And, 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 and yes, America. I'm not celebrating him. I'm just America saying. America. Is not the reason he's not dead is but I'm because you, he's if, in if, America. Here's the thing: is America. I wanted, I wanted uh, the the you know draw the contrast. I'll, I'll not even draw the. It's a it's a it's a it's a difference in differences, right? Mm. So when you think about America, right? Like America is not a shitty place. The people who came over to it, good point, are very shitty. So it's just like when you look at white accolades to black accolades. You know what I mean? Like black accolades are not celebrated. White ones are. You know what I mean? But however, we're going to go back to America in general and OJ in general. OJ beat the American system at the, at the game that the people that came over here set up. In terms of you winning the system, that's what he won, and that's why we celebrated it. Because he beat the people who set up the system at their own game. They played the race card, he played the race card in return and won. (laughs) (laughs) That I enjoy. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna beat you. That's almost like I'm gonna beat you at your own games. I'm gonna beat you at your own game. Right. Okay. Okay. Um,. Ike, you have I love it. an opinion. Let's let's shut this down. I thought he gave it already. Man, that's you what know I what? Thought, it sounded like I did. Might. Right. It sounded like I did. But 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 I actually do have one. Uh, okay. I got two. Jeez. I'm 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 gonna deliver them quick. 
Uh, Two the first opinions? one is you didn't I that. love us for real. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. Oh my God. Uh, no, dead ass. Because, okay, so while we're having this podcast, right, like we're obviously in two different locations, but there's a lot of shit that goes on because uh, we're drinking and I'm 145 pounds. So oh my God. I have to pee a lot when I've been drinking a lot of beer. So, like, I sometimes got to cut away, pee real quick, come back down. I wash my hands. But I come back down (laughs) and the last time I came back down, I was like, this is one of the things that I really love in life. Like, you know, I want to pretend like we're building a brand, but I'm really just having a great time with like some people that I love the shit out of. So I just wanted to put that out in the air. Um, But two, the opinion is everybody's I've gotten invited and I'm gonna keep this brief but I'm pretty certain that I'm not the only one because I don't think that I'm special like this but after the success of Black Panther I've gotten invited to a ton of fucking events and shit that's Wakanda inspired the Wakandan this Wakanda that Wakanda 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 hey listen Ride this bitch till the wheels falls off. But I'm going to tell you something that I discovered today while in Jewel with Omar, uh, Brittany uh, hovering the South Shore area. Here's the black fact for the evening. And (laughs) I realized that in Wakanda, because I'm pretty certain that it exists on a spiritual level, but let's just go ahead and take it from the spiritual level and put it on a physical level. Let's say that Wakanda did exist in the physical plane. If it existed in the physical plane, I've seen a lot of posts about who could get admitted, who couldn't get admitted. All right, have fun with it. I'm going to let y'all niggas know the last test on who can get into Wakanda and who can't. You cannot. I'm going to repeat this. You can't get in if you have small hands. <laughs> That's ignorant. No. You can get in if you got small hands. However, you cannot get into Wakanda if you cannot utilize a self-checkout station at a grocery store. Ike, are dead you ass. serious right I'm now? dead ass. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Now, unless you're over a certain age. Now, if you're over maybe and we can we can we can we can bring, you know, the elders together and we can vote on what that age is. Maybe it's 55, maybe it's 65, but whatever that cutoff point is. If your ass is 25, 35, 45 and even 55 and you get into the self-checkout line with three items and it takes your ass fucking 10 minutes to check out You are not invited to Wakanda. I'm revoking your membership. I think we as a collective need to revoke your membership. They put these shits in place for a reason. Now, here's my deal. Okay, I'll make it even deeper. Not if you can't use the checkout line. If you arbitrarily go into the checkout line and it takes you more than 10 minutes to check out three items. Because, nigga, you needed to be in the other line where there was a professional that can check that shit out for you. I I swear to God, every time I go into a grocery store in the black neighborhood, 
it makes me as much as I love our people, it makes me hate us a little bit because I'm like Isaac, can I cut in real quick? Please do. Quick. Because, because something I saw on the, the internet, it was on Instagram today, and I didn't do the black fact. Oh, shit. You did not do the black I fact. I didn't, but. I thought this was a black fact. I was about to let these niggas know. But you're I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. I'm going to promised let you, land. I'm going to let you ride out because I, I know you're giving black people a hard time in the checkout line. <laughs> and I, I was thinking to. about I said, checkout line. I said, man, I got a black fact. Okay. But this this dude named Billy Wilson, did you hear about him? He was, he was going around. He was uh, trending. Uh-uh. Uh, he flies for Southwest after flying ten and a half years, seven thousand flight hours. He became captain, black okay. captain. And ladies, he's a very tall, uh, brown skin, Mbaku, and swole and okay, gentleman. Okay, like okay, Mbaku, yeah, in the air, a caramel looking brother. You mm. know, like that. Uh, um, uh, what, what's his name? The uh, the dude that speak all the language, the black dude. What's Mbaku? Not that nigga. Like, what's the nigga with the, the Chadwick? Brown? No, the brown skinned dude. He was on Real Husbands of Atlanta. Uh, oh, um, Boris Kojo. Uh, Boris. Boris Kojo. He looked like that dude. Okay. So, ladies, go check him out. He, he got all these YouTube videos of him in the gym and shit, like flexing. What's so that nigga name again? And shit. His name is Billy Wilson. Southwest Airlines. Ladies, Billy Wilson. Southwest Go check out Airlines. Billy. And he's a captain, to, baby. He's you get a captain. To fly around. And you he's know. a and he's a black pilot. Mm. You know. Okay. Hello. Support the black pilots, by the way. That way you can you can get to Miami for spring break and not be like Shorty was. Uh, that you know was getting the ass slapped. But anyway, that's a whole. Oh, story. we didn't even talk about that story. <laughs> Hold on, we we just cut you off. But that dude from college, who his girl went to spring break in Miami, she was getting her ass slapped and licked on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, we can't even go into it. I right, no, finish it up so we, we can get out. Right, of right, right. Uh, we'll talk about I'm it next at, time. Point I'm making, you guys, is um, if you stain your black ass in the self checkout line. And you know you don't know how to use that technology. All you doing is fucking up the process for everybody else. So I'm saying we need to have consequences, right? Like, because right now we just permit it and we give people ugly looks and we get, you know, agitated. We need to start denying access to Wakanda. And I think people would take that shit more seriously to understand I don't know this modern technology. I don't give a fuck if you only had some greens and like some broth and like, you know, some prune juice. Bitch, you know you don't know how to use this modern technology. That's why they hire people to use the checkout lines. Every time you use the checkout lines, you're only validating why they can fire another qualified employee from working there. So take your old ass over to the regular line and let them check your ass out so that me with my five items or even eight items can go through. That They made that shit for me. They didn't make it for you. They made it for me. I know how to use technology. I hate it when my granddad want to use some motherfucking modern technology uh, app and he don't know what the fuck he doing. They didn't make that for you. That's why you're supposed to go into the store and pay with a check. I'm supposed to be the nigga that paid on the app. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for you. 
You can still get into Wakanda, but if you try to use the app and you fucking up the shit for me and my people, the young people, the millennials or whatever the fuck they call us, yo, all this is going to do is just deny your access to Wakanda. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like we need, we need repercussions mm. to this shit. Because niggas need to understand that that self checkout line is a privilege. It is not a right. It's a privilege. And if your ass don't know how to scan that shit and how to push that button that says I'm using my card, then your ass don't know to be there. You don't need to be there. Thank you. And honey. I know you. I know a lot of niggas that listen to this podcast understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Y'all feeling kind of funny because your grandmama's still trying to get into that line. And you you let her do it because you're there with her. But when she's there alone, she's pissing off like 20 other people that only came up to buy like Coke 45 and like Cheetos. <laughs> like, yo, we need to be better, man. Black Panther raised the bar. Let's be better, y'all. I love y'all. Oh Brittany's about to close it out. Brittany, <laughs> y'all think I'm being ignorant, but y'all know this shit is no, real as fuck. Though, Brittany, I'm not. Oh, I'm oh, oh it ain't real as fuck. Casey, no, it's listen, real. Listen, it's because y'all stay in bougie neighborhoods listen. and white people listen. don't don't tolerate that shit. White people check your ass. Okay. They be like, "Oh my god, what?" The? Okay. <laughs> you see them looking at they watch. All right, <laughs> All right I'm you. done. I'm Thank done. Thank you. I just listen. wanted to before we close it out, just. <laughs> You know, I I do appreciate the the listeners. I do want to reach out to the uh, new listeners. This is not our normal format. Um, <laughs> I'm Casey Lana. This is Brittany. Uh, we are the hosts of yes. the Tequila Tales. Yes. And um, we never got there. Yeah, we, we didn't get there. there. And I'm not even going to introduce <laughs> these other two. Don't even just pretend they weren't even here. Just you know, just you know, <laughs> they're guest speakers. Guest speakers. They're not always here. <laughs> and, and you know, I feel responsible for Ike's final thought because <laughs> we have had this conversation the last two times we linked up about the motherfuckers at the self checkout, and I'm with him with the shit, and I'm like in a car, like yeah, nigga. Like, that's fucked up. Somebody get their grandma. Like, if you don't know how to work it, you know. But did I ever think this nigga would use it as a final thought? No. 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 So I apologize, people, for his for his rant on senior citizens and Jewel. It's not using. just senior citizens. If you niggas, it's like. 30 and 40 <laughs> they just they whatever okay y'all know yeah, what I'm talking about. Okay. no we we appreciate y'all listening whatever. Brittany, you you go ahead and shut us down yeah um hey everybody um <laughs> okay so that's it it's a wrap all right um you're able to actually follow us on like facebook instagram twitter as well as our website. We have a website, thetequilatales.com, where you can actually catch all of our upcoming shows and different events that we'll have and different things that Tequila Tales will be a part of. That's the best way to actually be um, informed as to what's to come for the Tequila Tales. Um, there's actually a section there where you're able to sign up for like um, emails and updates from us directly okay so definitely make sure you check that out we do have a youtube channel um the tequila tales at the tequila tales on youtube um where you're able to catch our content any content that we upload any kind of like videos and memes because 
I goes crazy with that shit sometimes, you know, as should be told by this podcast today. Um, so um, definitely check that out as well. Um, and if there's anything that you guys, any topics, any type of, you know, suggestions or comments, we welcome all of that shit. Yes, we talk. I'll take a... What did you say? I said I'll take a... Omar. I heard his order, Mr. Krabs. He said he was... Like I said, any comments or questions or suggestions that you guys have, definitely hit us up on Facebook or even um, on our website. Okay, we are definitely um, avid checkers of our information, so we'll respond for sure. So thank you so much for listening and also for supporting the entire Tequila Tales team and movement. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey, do you have anything? No, that's it. I know that we're we're going to be that's releasing it. some merchandise soon, so uh, be on the lookout for that, and we'll have it available on our um our website and we'll obviously post it to our social media. So just keep your eyes open. Boom. And All we'll right, catch people. you next week. Stay blessed and safe and shit, you know, and, um, you know, appropriate culture and shit. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Talk to y'all next time. Yeah.